Oh, well, you but know. Who knows? You have to be signed into Skype to use it? Since when? Yeah, goodness. Who'd have thought? I thought that if I podcasted from the house, I would yeah. not have to deal with Alex. Guess who's coming in? Guess who's coming to dinner, huh? Mm-hmm. Depending on how quickly it gets dark outside, I may or may not have to leave you to go lock up chickens. But we've got okay. some time. It probably won't get dark until 8. So, okay. since it's spring, and I didn't mm-hmm. realize I know. it was spring until too late, so I didn't get to stand my eggs on their ends. Pull a CJ, huh? Hey, I'm good at that. I like standing eggs up. You do that. A week from today, I'm going to be at Harry Potter Universal. Oh, Woo. so jealous. So oh, jealous. So jealous, too. And, awesome. and I got a message today that just Jane's going to meet us there, so that's cool. Nice. One of these days, I'm going to meet you somewhere, damn it. <laughs> yeah, because I collect Pufuanians. Oh, just Jane was the first, the first Pufuanian that I met in person. Yeah? Yeah. She and her family were on a trip in Canada or something, and they were coming through town on their way back to California, and so I met them at the mall. Nice. Yeah. Seemed like a good place to meet strangers. (laughs) (laughs) And since then, she's come and live out here, and we've seen each other a bunch of times, and then she's recently moved back to California, so... There you have it. I've met a couple online people through the fandom, but I can't I, I can't remember who was the first actually now that I'm trying to remember. Ryan and Tina? No, this was even way before DFW came along. You knew uh, that author. Yeah, um Swish Swish and Flick. Yeah. I, I think it might have been him actually. I was gonna say uh, I met we went to the Harry Potter had a when they used to go traveling around, like LeakyCon does now, mm-hmm. and they had one in Salem, Massachusetts, and we, we met up Ooh. there. I think that might have been it. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Sherilyn, she's she's on she's on the list. She she was my beta okay. at Pete, um, at Phoenix Song. We met once when she came to Boston for business. Right. Nice. I think Push and Flick was first. See, that's going to be the problem because I'm potentially, depending on the job situation, not going to be in Massachusetts, which would bum me out significantly, and somewhere where, as far as I can tell, is not very conducive to finding proponents. Well, there are a lot of us here. It always makes me laugh how many of us are here. There's a lot. I know. Yeah. Which is a large part of why I want to stay here because most of my friends are here. And I like having friends because God knows the last couple of years have been miserable socially because nobody ever wants to do anything. Yeah. It's interesting. That's what the internet's for. To meet up with the performance. Yeah, but there's something about meeting people in person, you know? <laughs> That's true. That's why I like doing theater and things like that. I feel like I have two completely separate lives because in my normal day-to-day life, I don't have anybody that's a big, huge fan. You know, I go Mm -hmm. online to find fans. Yeah. I had so much fun posting fix yesterday, Melinda. Oh, yeah, you went nuts. (laughs) I even hunted up Jen, too, and went, all right, where is the 10 common cures for, or the 10 cures for the common cold? Common that cold. That was go a good up. one, actually. I forgot about that one. That was really good. I actually started reading one of them earlier. I had a, I had a bit of a computer glitch, and so all the returns that I'm, I'm working on are glitched on me. So while I'm waiting for oh, it to no. be repaired, well, I got to read fan fiction for a little while during tax season, which doesn't happen all that often, but <laughs> the one that I picked, 
it was a Snape story. And Ooh. I should have known better. I shouldn't have read another Snape story while I'm reading this. Because Snape stories make me so angry. And so I'm really <laughs> like, all right, I have to get this out of my head. Because it's why? ridiculous. Oh, okay. Well, this then why are you reading this one? Well, she likes this one. I like angsty. I like this one. This because there was a reason for the change in him. That's why I like this one. Uh-huh. But the other one, the one that I was reading, I ended up bailing on it. But it just takes place while Sirius is still alive, and there's nothing you can ew, ever ew, to convince no, no, no. that Harry would choose Snape over Sirius. It's just totally. It's completely ridiculous. So I got very frustrated. Did you? Which one did you read? I'm looking to see if I can find it. It's something about, I can't remember, something about a hero. It was down towards the end. And it was, I, I just started hitting random links and <laughs> to see what would, would appeal to me out of those stories, of the ones that I hadn't read yet, like mm-hmm. Kezas, and I've read all those ones. So Yeah, all the ones I put up, you probably already read. This, this particular person who recommended it said they, similar to what I like, like I don't like the smut. I, I like Give me mm-hmm. a good angsty story that with a lot of drama in it. And this person agreed that she that's what she liked. So I thought I might like what she liked. But this was a Snape mentoring. Uh, the smallest figure. Slytherin? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. It was a hero. Something. Um, I could probably find it again. Chocolate I, I frog. Shared thoughts. Hold on. Let me open the thing. <laughs> Aren't we bad? I know. Playing this on your Facebook group that usually yep. does all the smut. Yes, yes, yes. And so yes. they're having a. They, yeah, they wanted a non-smut. So they asked for horrors. No, I liked it. That was it. Made me so happy that they were doing that. And then everybody started chiming in. So we're not the only ones that that think there's too much mm-hmm. smut recommendations on there. There's there's um, one here for us for next Christmas. The Weasley Christmas song list. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. I did. I've read that one before though. Have you? I almost yeah, put is, up your Christmas one the other day too, but I figured I can only push so much Melinda Leo. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for the recommend. Actually, somebody else even I think recommended. Yeah, somebody one. else did. Really very flattering. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't read a smut fic in ages. The the last smut fic I read was a smut fic that was changed from a Harry Potter fan fiction smut to a secular okay. smut. And okay. I was reading it, and I, I got in touch with the author, and I said, did you mean to leave Burrow in there? And he's like, no. And was she supposed to be a Slytherin? No. A hero's strength. <laughs> a hero's okay. strength. Oh, yeah, there it is, right there. Yeah, I do not recommend it, so don't even think that I do, because okay. it, it okay. deals with not only Snape, but then there's sexual abuse involved, and it's like, I keep thinking, like, wait, why wait, is wait, this wait, 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 wait. It's no smut in it, but it's just It has that mentions of past sex, but isn't yeah. the smut yeah. fit? Yeah, but the past sex is child abuse, and it's just really... Oh, 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 I, I misunderstood and thought you meant that Snape was abusing Harry, and I was like, whoa, no, whoa, whoa. It's not, it's whoa, Snape whoa. finds it out during Oculus. See, it's just, okay. it really, I, I literally, I had to bail. I was like, no, this is just going too far. That's too bad that you finally get a chance to read fan fiction and then you have to and go. It, yeah. And so I was like, all right, I should have read something I really, really like because now I'm in a bad mood going in to talk about Snape. <laughs> <laughs> you should have read, which weekly, The Ten Cares for the Common Colds. 
I know, but Skip to step I 10. Read that I had read for. I've read that I one before. Know. And, and it's very good. It's I good. did uh, go back and look at the one shot you wrecked, and, and I did. I had read it. I just didn't remember it when you posted Which it. Which one? The one by Colt Dancer or the one by Sherilyn? The Colt Dancer one. I need to check out the Sherilyn oh, one. That's my favorite. The Sherilyn one is just sweet. I mean, it's an out, a, a missing scene from um, Sorcerer's Stone. So they're little, but it's it's just, it's a sweet missing moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just sort of went through the first eight seasons of football and said, this one's fun. This one's fun. Oh, this is good. Yeah. I, um... <laughs> I just went and did ones that I go back at, like, both uh, Healing, the missing scene, and Battle of Wills are both on my Kindle, mm-hmm. if I really, really like one. Uh-huh. And, and the Colt Dancer one would be on my Kindle, only it can't make Fix from Phoenix Song go on my Kindle, and that's the only place that that's I know that both if I don't have that one. Huh. I'll yeah. have to, to see if I can play with that. I've got so many Fix that I just stopped reading for a variety of reasons, and I just... And I'm not yes, much of a reader. It's only recently that I've been able to make my. Usually, like if I read something, I have to finish it, even if I hate it, and it makes me feel. You're like why? <laughs> <laughs> why waste the time? I know it, but 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 I've gotten better. Like the one today, I was just like, oh my god, I've had enough of this. That's why Ryan is all like, how the hell do you read so much? Because if I, if I get sick of it, I put it down and go to something else. I keep thinking it's going to get better if it's on a most recommended list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that doesn't but always happen. There's people who like Snape a lot that, that want to give him this, this hidden golden heart underneath it all, you know, and it's just, I, I have trouble with that. So Even as a Slytherin, I can't, I can't do that. No, he's, I think he's one of the most, I think he's probably one of the most interesting characters in the story. And I like to read him, but he doesn't have this heart of gold. He just doesn't. He's a mean, nasty, addictive man. So write him that way and it's enjoyable to read. I was totally thinking about Trisha while I was looking at those things yesterday. And no, I was remembering the time she saw an Alan Rickman lookalike at a bar and, and convinced him to let her kiss him. Only Trisha would go up to a guy and go, you look like Snape, can I kiss you? <laughs> he let her do it, which I thought. I did not remember that story. <laughs> that I, I can't imagine going up to anybody and doing that. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she totally to all kissed. sorts of awkward things. <sighs> oh, my. Trisha truly yes. is Jen. The two of them share experiences. They're so <laughs> funny together. She said that she would be coming back next episode. I hope she does because I miss. Yeah. Not that we haven't enjoyed having you, Melinda, but yeah. But you want the other one back? Fine. Okay. I like Trisha. <laughs> well, you don't oh, kiss Snape, so come up with a Snape kissing story, and you could. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> story that I came up with. That's Hi. true. You did come up with a snake story. <laughs> you are right. You've redeemed yourself. <laughs> what are we doing next time? I don't even know. Phoenix. I don't know. <laughs> Potterific Weekly. Okay, I've had a mic, so I'm already loopy. And I didn't have dinner. Please, I got a big glass of wine right here in front of me, but I haven't started it yet. I haven't. <laughs> I, I wish I could, but I'm grading midterms and wanting to kill people already, so... <laughs> Probably oh, be in a mood together, Moni. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I ha- well. Okay. I'm gonna rant for a minute. Okay. So bear with me about two things. 
We started talking about it the other day, and she was like, my kids hate it when I come up here because I don't get to see them. I'm sitting here going, I'm not going to say anything right now, but you don't need to be spending, you know, four days. How <laughs> spend four days there if she's got kids? I know. She's got somebody that will watch them. Or leave them behind. Who knows? How old are the kids? If they're old enough, you can leave them behind. Oh, my God. You wouldn't believe the things I had to go through to get to go to the movies by myself. (laughs) 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 And your kids are all old enough to stay alone. (laughs) Yeah, but that's good trouble because they won't end up here alone. I go out and leave them in an empty house. Are you kidding? There'll be a party here. That's true. (laughs) And then she's all like complaining about money. And I'm like, you're drunk. Please tell me an ex. So she's still married yeah. to this guy, and she's got four kids or whatever, and then she's having an affair with this other guy. Yeah, you're right. This is be this is beyond oh, what yeah, I, I don't. Let's know. let's talk. I'm about not reading this, this one. All right, I'm giving a dip- <laughs> I, I'm leaving the story. <laughs> it's, yep, snake time. Well, I I love the list that my mother left before she she went to my uncle's. It says Mike, that would be my brother. Take the coffee not pod. Not a drink. The battery charger, the crock pot, and my Uncle Jim. Yeah, don't forget to take the ashes with you, Mom. That would be good. <laughs> oh, dear. Wait, is she going to scatter them? Uh, apparently, well, what, what? we're going to do that over the summer. But I found out I get okay. a Jeep, so I'm very excited about that. Did you say Jeep? Yeah, if they can find the, the okay. title to it. So far, we haven't been able to find the title to the Jeep. I may be getting a stolen oh, yeah. Jeep. I don't know what's happening with that. Um... Oops. <laughs> yeah. Well, just... that's going to get the intro. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Just don't get pulled over. Yeah, you know, it'll be fine. Fine, I tell you, fine. <laughs> so, well, I don't think we have very much of this story left. It, my eyesight so. has gotten so bad oh, that dear. me trying to read how long it was on the text reader was almost impossible. It's only two hours, so we should be good. Yeah, we might make it uh, before. The Just the ending where Harry's an adult now. Uh, yeah. Well, not an adult, a teenager. He's yes. I'm so glad I finished this before I don't have time. <laughs> and, <sighs> you know, if it doesn't last very long, that's fine, because we're going to hopefully combine this one with the author interview once we get to releasing these. So we'll. Okay. Uh, that'll, it'll be fine. Or we'll just combine it with last week's and just do it that way. So it won't be a big deal either way. Oh, so we're not doing an author interview tonight? No, no. Because we like the authors to oh, be able to listen to what we've said. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. we don't normally give it to them raw. So, mm. yeah. Okay. All right. Let me go find okay. my notes. Make sure you ask her if she really does live on the beach, though, because that's something I really want to know. <laughs> well, well, we'll invite <laughs> you when we do the author interview, Linda, oh, okay. and then you can ask her. Okay, I will. <laughs> Well, well, I bet she does. Yeah, that makes sense. I haven't heard from her lately. Two of the descriptions, too many of the descriptions are just really there. Yeah, I really like the tide pool one. Yeah. It'll probably be out of tax time by the time we do it, so you might actually have more time. Yay! Yay! All the way to the 18th of this year in Massachusetts, but we're almost... I was right. I told Dad that, but he wouldn't believe me. Yeah, it's true. I need to find one. that holiday, so it, uh, the 15th is on a weekend, and then we have uh, Patriots Day, so we have to go to the 18th. Oh, is that? That's only, the, uh, yeah, that's only if you're from Massachusetts, not everybody. You get Patriots uh, Day. I'm impressed. Yeah. We, uh, 
Mine's already done, so I don't have to worry about it. I'm all set and getting ready to spend it next week at Harry Potter Land. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be cool. I know. My friend is so funny. She's like, okay, well, my dad sent me $50. My mom and dad sent me $50. And she said, well, you can use that to buy a wand there because I'm not sharing mine. I said, okay, okay. I said, I already have two wands. I don't need another one. You have to have the one that is magic and lights things up. I said, all right. Oh, the interactive stuff. Do yep. they have that? In, yeah, they have that in the Florida one too. Yeah. So apparently, I have totally. to get another wand. I, we did. We didn't do the wand because we. My kids have got them the time before, so they. I wasn't about to do wands again. We <laughs> we didn't do that. Well, just bring them with you. That's what we didn't know that at the time. Oh, okay. But they were older by then too. They weren't as, you know, when they were really little, they were all into the. Mm-hmm. You know, as they get older, they they get. Like, oh, my God, I'm on a trip with my parents, never mind the fact that they're universal. So, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> parents. So. I, their mother drives them quite crazy because they wanted to see the rest of the park, and I had no intention of leaving. <laughs> the leaving Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> you go do whatever you want. I'm staying here. <laughs> Bye. Have fun. <laughs> I'm going to have butterbeer ice cream. Did you guys see that? Yeah, they have that butter butter now. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that brand though. I saw I don't the either. packaging on it, and I'm like, I don't recognize that. I don't know where it's where it's even sold. I know, and it, they don't really say. So no, I'm waiting it, it, to find out they, more about it. it. Was, we went to the Florian Fortescue's um, shop when we were there, and we all had the butterbeer ice cream. And oh my god, it was so good! It really oh, was. Oh, that sounds good. Okay, that's it on my really list of was. things. Yeah, it's absolutely worth it. I plan on eating better than lobster ice cream. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> Yeah, well, when I was with Melinda, there was there was really lobster ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> it's not really love. Well, actually, I think they do put little bits, but it's covered in chocolate. It's 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 not. Yes, but it is not. But the lobster ice cream is really good too. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. <laughs> I think we blow Moody's mind again. Come on down the Cape, Moody. I'll wait. take you for lobster ice cream. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is the chocolate on the lobster ice cream or the butter beer? The lobster, lobster. ice cream. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now what kind we... of nonsense is this? <laughs> I'm going to cry now. I'm going together. It's really well, good. It, uh, on that okay. point, Mooney, since you are now a full-fledged host, <laughs> would you like to introduce the episode? What number are we on? Oh, Lord only knows. I Just... mean, like, like the, yeah, we're on our last ones. So I don't have to say that one. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to the say the number. The last episode, we're doing chapters 24 through uh, whatever the last one. 28. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's true. It should be episode 261. Well, I just meant, you know, whatever number of this fic, but yeah. Oh, this fic, uh, yeah. This is five. five yeah. One. But, but I don't have final a fifth, though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The final episode. Well, then I got that far. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's something weird going on. Oh, my. We need search and rescue for Skype. Well, I mean, come on. We've got two Hufflepuffs here. You could just go find them. <laughs> You've got three now. <laughs> what have you done, Alex? You're calling people. Don't call strangers. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. I... You almost have ruined Charlie to tell for me there. <laughs> And I told Alex, you are not welcome in my bed with squirrel breath. Who dares enter my chicken bird? 
Who dares into my chambers? <laughs> Save yeah. that for something. It totally needs to do you. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I think she just replaced Scott. <laughs> Sex and snork eggs. Awkward. Yeah, Google I food is always food. useful. Okay, Google food. I, have, came I was having fun. Well, that's oh. always good, too. We're not fun anymore. You're a different kind of fun. You don't want it to be the same kind of fun. I was say, I don't want to know what kind of fun you were having. <laughs> and that's all we're going to say about that because... Because <laughs> we don't want to know what you were doing. Thanks. Now you're just making it seem even worse. <laughs> you are evil. She's just trying to separate church and state, that's all. Doing the Ryan thing. Want to hear my stupid story? Yes. <laughs> I know you did something because you sent me a message and was like, "Do I have a story for you?" And I'm like, "Oh no." I'm sorry, I just broke a lot of memories, and I'm thinking, "Oh shit, me and my oversharing." <laughs> you do like to do that. She flews the headmaster's office, and Albus says, Good evening, Minerva. Is there a problem? Albus, I have an unconscious death eater tied up in my office. Now, Minerva, I'm sure Severus was just... (laughs) (laughs) Because we were slightly off topic. Off topic? Us? Never. Never. No, not at all. How dare you, Sue? How dare you? I know. We're in depth when we're not off topic. Lockhart leaves before Harry and Ron can come out of the closet. He gave me some big grassy balls. Well, you know, we have to have balls. That's what we do. I go, I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth. Bloody buggering hell. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Bloody Merlin's galloping gargoyles. (laughs) I hate being responsible. Welcome to the final episode of Prisoners by White Tail. Today we are covering chapters 24 to 28. And I'm Mooney. I'm Sue. I'm Scott. And I'm Alinda. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and we are Potterpick Weekly, if you hadn't noticed. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully if you found us, you know this by now. In uh, the last chapter, Harry had... Uh, a bit of an experience. He ended up crying for Sirius and then pass, ended up passing out and has gone from a four-year-old child back to his teenage self. And we are starting up chapter 24 with him going downstairs to get dressed and then have a meeting with Snape and Dumbledore, which he's not quite sure he's ready for. So that's where okay, we're Okay, my first comment on this chapter is as follows. Did I miss the fact that he was naked? I sound like Jen. <laughs> no, well, he had no, the overalls sh- on. They were somehow sized to, to, yeah, they, to they go with them. Changed the yeah, size he on He just them. doesn't want to keep wearing clothes, so he wants to get his own clothes and change. Yeah. I really like He's not actually walking downstairs naked. Not with Hermione in the house. He would not do that. No. I liked how this chapter started with him with the image of just sitting alone in the laundry room and kind of absorbing everything mm-hmm. that had happened to him. I, I, I kind of really, pre- you know, it was more teenage-like than than childlike, very much the right. way he was, you know, um, he was, you know, afraid 
was he going to have to go back to the Dursleys now? His doubts and embarrassment over, you know, what came out and all about. And it just seemed a nice contrast into this next phase of the, the chapter, mm-hmm. just the way she, she, she handled it. I thought was, was really nice. And I know we get too offensive shortly, but, but the one thing that was struck me, I actually wrote a little note that I wanted to remember to say that is I think this author writes like a pensive because I have like the image of Harry sitting in that laundry room mm-hmm. was so clear to me. And there's been so many other images along the way as we've been reading that I felt like, like I was in a pensive just mm-hmm. looking into it. Cause the I could imagine the expressions really on other people. Yeah. I think, I think mm-hmm. she's, she's really, really good at it. So I just wanted to give props to that. Cool. Yeah. He's, you know, I, you can just imagine he's been four years old for quite some time, he's had all these terrible kind of, you know, he's wet the bed and, and all these different things and experiences. And now he's back to being a teenager and he's completely lost again because mm-hmm. when he was four, he knew that he would be able to stay with Snape and things were okay. And now he's a teenager and he doesn't know if he can stay with Snape and he doesn't know what's going to happen with Hermione. And he does need to take a few minutes and really sit down and mull things over because he doesn't know what's going to happen to him. Poor Harry. Such a tough time. Yeah. And he, he finds, he runs into Hermione who asks how he is and she's looks down at him and she's utterly exhausted as well because she's been having to deal with her own problems. And she says but she she also knows what's about to happen to him, and he doesn't. So mm-hmm. I, I could picture the uncomfortableness and threat, which I think just made him more on edge. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought it was a very good scene between the two. Yeah. How does she know? She's overheard them. She was there oh. when Dumbledore was there, and 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 uh. when Dumbledore got there, and then she knew what she wants to talk about, and and of course, you know, he, she's trying to avoid talking. She doesn't cover well at all, so that only makes him worry more. It was mm-hmm. just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. She just what... tells him it's a conversation they want to have with just him, and he's like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> That's never a good sign. Yeah. yeah. She says good night, but don't worry. I have a good feeling about tonight. Which, of course, as soon as you say that, only makes him worry more. Like mm-hmm. a good feeling about yeah. what? Wait, because nothing ever goes good for him. Yeah. 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 Poor kid. But the first thing that happens is he goes in and he gets tea and a grilled cheese sandwich. And after he's had a couple of bites, he decides that Snape's a wizard in grilled cheese sandwiches. So there you yep. go. I asked my priest. He did promise after all. He did. I asked my preschoolers last night or yesterday at work what I should make for dinner last night. And it ranged from hamburgers to chicken to grilled cheese sandwiches was on the list and macaroni and cheese, which is what I ended up having. So. I think the British call them toasted cheese sandwiches, but I'm not really positive about that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like like that's a difference of preparation, but they could be the same thing. Mm, That's a good point. When I was a child, my grandmother broiled them. So she would put bread and cheese in the broiler and broil it, and then after everything was broiled and melted, she would spread butter on the on the. And those are the best, but the broilers are different now and they don't work as well. It's, it's really a different way to mm-hmm. do it. So technically, I guess I've never had a grilled cheese sandwich. They're always just fried cheese sandwiches, but mm-hmm. we don't call them that. <laughs> right. What's weird the, language things? Well, if I, I was going to have a grilled cheese sandwich, them. I would have to make it on a grill, which mm-hmm. I don't own. Uh, <laughs> you don't even have a George Foreman grill? Because uh, I make mine on no. the George Foreman. No. I might have a. Something yeah, because technically the knives are fried. Yeah, now that I think about it. 
I could technically make it in using the grill setting of an oven, maybe, but it's not really the same. <laughs> Your oven has a grill setting? Yeah, it's a convection oven, so you can choose from uh, bake, broil, grill, and I think there's a toast option as well. Mine didn't have a grill. Well, my mother's. All it means is it turns on the bottom element and not the top one. Right. Oh, I thought that was Whereas the broil Whereas broil is the opposite. Yeah, the broil turns on the top and not the bottom. Okay. Huh. That's why you can make a lot of the things that you would make on a grill under a broiler, because it's just the opposite direction of heat. Mm-hmm. So oh, you can make that... steaks and chops and things in a broiler pan, and it's great. Salmon. And here we are. Mm, that sounds good. Not hardly five seconds into the thick, and we're already off topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it, we, yeah. the topic came from grilled cheeses, and we That's weren't still on grilled cheeses. We'll, we'll yes. Okay. All right. Back to the thick. This is... After Harry has his grilled cheese, I, I liked the way this scene went. It was just really tension-filled, and you could kind of feel his terror when he realizes what it is they want to talk to him about. Mm-hmm. I liked the way they I'm did that. I'm just trying to imagine Snape making a good... I just... I can't. I'm pulling a Jen with her disbelief that <laughs> Snape eats sandwiches. <laughs> um, Wouldn't be interesting fat art. Yeah. Somebody please Snape do this. frying pan. Uh-huh. I totally see Snape as uh, uh, Johnny Depp... In is it Harry in June something in June where he makes the grilled cheese sandwich with the iron? <laughs> I can totally see. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> oh my! Snape making grilled cheese with the iron. Wow! <laughs> Am I the only there. one that saw that movie and only saw um, that part probably. of it? Probably. Okay. I didn't. I've never heard of it, but you're probably not the only one. I have to go look it up. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you saw that movie, comment on our forum thread and tell us what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. So Harry really doesn't think he wants to have this conversation because they're like, we're here to talk about your living arrangement. So he's yeah. immediately uncomfortable. I have to admit, I, I, I rage slightly at Dumbledore in this We chapter. always end up raging at yes. Dumbledore for these. Well, that's because he was idiot. The comment about feeling that he was alone, and, and that was the expression he used, that you were feeling that you were alone when he was there, you know, mm-hmm. sympathizing with Harry. And I'm like, see... He lived in a cupboard for 10 freaking years. It's like he wasn't just feeling that way. He was that way. I thought we were going to get Melinda to swear. Sorry. That would have been fine. I'm sure it would have gone in something somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, you would have still had me with the the big, yeah, yeah, no. The big brassy balls. It's actually in the intro now. (laughs) I caught myself right there. I almost said it again. It's called Benny and June, and June is spelled J-O-O-N. It's a 1993 movie. Okay. Huh. That explains why I haven't seen it, I suppose. Yeah, we would have been too young. No, I love the part where, you know, Harry's all like, you said something, didn't you? And Snape's like, I had to, muttered Snape. And it's just like, I don't know, he seems so contrite, and you're just like... It's him kind of mumbling it when he says that. He's really afraid that Harry's going to change his mind and not want to stay with him. So you can kind of... Kid it. And I think it's it's that he he knows he kind of betrayed a trust like he had to. I I, mm-hmm. I think you know he's the first one who actually did what he had, had to, be to done. do. Right, and uh, Harry totally understands that. Yes, he does. But 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 yeah, I like the fact that he, he's he's you know feeling like how's he going to take this? So it was it was a nice yeah. scene. I, I like you know again it was Dumbledore I was mad at, not Snape. Mm-hmm. Believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I like that 
you know, Harry's like, well, what did you tell him? And it's like, I didn't tell him anything that you have shared. I, and, and then Dumbledore says, well, you know, Snape took matters into his own hands and he was, did something incredibly brave. He apparated. <laughs> I love how, how, uh, he says it at great risk to himself. He attempted to apparate to private drive instead of just saying, and he apparated to private drive. Cause that's what he did. Mm-hmm. There was no real attempted to it cause it succeeded, but you know, it was <laughs> Dumbledore was trying to get that shock value in there. And he succeeded. And he explains that he saw Aunt Petunia's, uh, what Aunt Petunia said about Harry. I like this dig at Dumbledore. The, I wanted to thank you. Nobody has ever done anything like mm-hmm. that for me. Yeah. yeah. That, that was great. Yeah, it was a deserved dig. Mm-hmm. And then they all stand around awkwardly for a moment because they don't know what to say. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> and I, yeah. I, I mean, again, from this story... He's definitely getting a better circumstances, and I can understand why he wants to go. I still hate the word guardian because mm-hmm. it's like he's 16 years old at this point. I don't know. The word guardian just bugs me. Yeah. But 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 as a mentor, I can I can I can definitely handle that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and Snape's doubting himself because Harry's like, well. Uh, yes, I understand however you wanted things different. I just thought, and, and, you know, he's not sure, and it's a stupid idea. And Harry's like, I don't think it's stupid. And he's wiping his eyes, and, and uh, their yeah. moment. Yeah. The thing that I thought when I read this was actually of um, this conversation with Sirius in Prisoner of Azkaban, mm-hmm. which another point where they're similar to each other and would be horrified to admit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That they're like, oh, well, of course you wouldn't want to live with me. I mean, you obviously probably have better things to do. And he's like, yeah. no, really. I know. It's like, but the fact, even that I read that Prisoner of Azkaban again over this past week, and that whole scene, it's like, it doesn't ring any alarm bells with anybody here how quick this kid is willing to jump at chance to go live with a stranger. No, because the okay, only one that know. knows about it is serious. And Sirius doesn't tell anybody because he's on the run. Yeah, but it's still... Because Snape's unconscious. Alarm, alarm bells with, with Sirius, and Sirius would have eventually told Raymond. I don't know, it just it feels to me like... Or, or that the kids don't do anything, and nobody puts together the bars on Harry's window, and, and you know, all it just... Ugh. Yeah, we talked once yeah. about the uh, bars being found in, in uh, Arthur's workshop once because, you know, the kids just haul it up and take it in the car with them when they fly Harry back. And then <laughs> one day he's like, what are these from? Well, those are from Harry's window. We told you we pulled the bars off. He's like, oh, blighty. You really did. We better go get him again. Hmm. What's that from? I don't know. Yeah. It's some fic that we talked about. I don't about think I've read time. that fic, though. That, that I would like to read that. Uh, it's something too. you talked about, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I, do not remember I, that. I don't know that it's one that um, even I've actually read. It's just one that we've talked about. I'll have to go back and look. Hmm. It's somewhere in notes somewhere. Hmm. If it doesn't exist, somebody should write it. Yes, they should. But basically, Harry agrees that he would like to come and live with Severus, and they both sort of grin at each other for a bit, and Dumbledore says, well, guess that's settled. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah. Any. I want to. I need to see another memory from you. Just mm-hmm. to. Well, he's basically he's basically just saying he wants to hear Harry's side of it, and Harry doesn't really want to talk about it. So that's when they bring up the idea of watching a memory. Yeah. And he. Oh, this sentence. A couple paragraphs down. Go ahead. It had finally come to this, the day when the secrets had come out, the time for the bar door to be opened and for the prisoner to be released. And Harry wasn't sure who that prisoner was right now. Maybe it was the little boy in the memory. Maybe it was the person he'd become. Maybe it was a piece of his spirit locked away, the part that held his hopes and his dreams, his trust his and his safety, his ability to truly love and be loved. Whatever it was, whatever had been locked away, he knew that today was the day he needed to let the walls come down and unleash the memory of what once was. For just as he had cried for Sirius, just as he had at last allowed his blindness to the truth to shatter into pieces by his feet, Harry needed to let the fortress fall for the light to reach him. He needed to let himself be vulnerable for any good to come of the old hurts and fears. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of the point of the entire story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paragraph. Poor kid. And he picks this memory, and it starts off really sweet. And it's little Harry, he's about three, and he's in his cupboard, and he's singing, Twinkle, twinkle, little star. And the stars in his drawing light up. And he's totally enchanted, as any three-year-old would be, yeah. locked in a cupboard <laughs> with the cleaning supplies. And and doesn't it say that in here, that he's in the cupboard yeah. with cleaning supplies? Illuminating the shelves yeah, of cleaning yeah. products. Wow. Wow. That he could have drunk at any time. occurred to me that she would have done that until I read it here. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, she would have done that. But I had never seen that anywhere, and I'd never even given it a thought. But, yes, I absolutely believe that is something she would have uh. done. Oh, I don't know how he got into the bleach and swallowed the whole bottle. I can't imagine. And I I did like Snape's rage. Oh, yeah. Missed or Mm -hmm. overlooked this. You know, it it never should have been. So I I did like feel, you know, some of my own rage coming out there. I thought Mm -hmm. was, was very nice. Yeah. He said... He never thought he would think it, but he was suddenly grateful that Harry had a small amount of sense in him. Sense enough yeah. not to drink poison. <laughs> Go, Harry. Ooh. I guess we're happy that it was Harry in the cupboard and not Dudley, because Dudley would have drank the poison because he would have been hungry. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, you know I love Ron with all my heart, but I think had it been wrong, he might have tested to see. He would have gotten hungry himself. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Okay, never put Ron and Dudley in the same room. They'll eat you out of house and home. <laughs> They'd be like like having a mole. You know, moles eat voraciously, and if you have two moles in a bucket, one of them's going to get eaten. And I can just see it now. Yeah. See which one of them yeah. survives. I bet Ron loves the Dudley from our fic a couple back where his wife is a caterer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'd have yeah. a great time with that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one I'm editing right now. Ron's protractiveness would have come out though. He he would he would not handle a meeting with Dudley well. I think he would have uh, he would have had a few. You know who reminds me a lot of Dudley is actually uh, Draco Malfoy. That's why the first reason spoiled. Harry doesn't yeah. like Draco. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So he's in this cupboard and he's thinking, singing. And he, you know, up above the world so high, and he's thinking, oh, with Mommy and Daddy. And Severus and Dumbledore are both like, ah. Yeah, she's twisting the, the, the knife in my heart there, you know? Oh, yeah. 
And then the cupboard door opens and the stars twinkle innocently and he's like, what is this freakishness, boy? And Harry's like, oh, I don't know, I think it's magic, which is like the worst thing he can say. Yeah, I didn't do it, of course, and he's true. You know, he doesn't even know that he did. No, I know. One word, I didn't swear. Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't say the M word in the Dursley house. No, you can say the F word. That's not a problem. Just don't say that M word. <laughs> and then Dudley sort of comes up to try and see what's going on, and mm-hmm. they immediately switch tacks, mm-hmm. which is which is what they always did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Vernon drags Harry out and locks him in the shed, and mm-hmm. in the process, Harry wets himself. And Vernon says, you'll go in there and clean up that cupboard? How dare you make a mess for your aunt to have to deal with? You'll clean it in the morning, you know. And this yeah. poor kid is so terrified, he can't even control himself. And now we know why he freaked out every time he had an accident while he was with yeah. Snape. Absolutely. And I wonder if this is tied in with the memory of the storm. Oh, yeah, well, it's it's a thunderstorm going on right now when he's locked out in the shed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have a memory of him being locked outdoors in the storm, and him saying, "Well, I accidentally locked myself out, and nobody yes, can hear me he pounding." Did. He so did. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if there were two different storms or if that was just him trying to make. I, I think that was him yeah. covering for yeah. this. I, yeah, I don't think he's just yeah, trying to say, you know, they accidentally, they didn't know what was there. They just couldn't hear me yet because they, they, yeah. they, they knew. I missed the bit where he described him putting him into the shed. So I thought this was le- him locking mm-hmm. him out just in the storm. But yeah. at least there's. <laughs> Yeah, what what little comfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor kid. And kid. everything is rattling, and mm-hmm. Dumbledore has to tell Snape to calm down. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, it wasn't even Snape doing it at this point, though. I thought it was Dumbledore. No, like, Snape thought, thought it, yeah. was, it was him doing it, and well, then he realized it was actually Dumbledore. That was, he had the, the accidental magic going on. Uh, mm-hmm. cause he was that so was crazy. the last memory they did, when, when Snape showed... Dumbledore, his memory of Petunia. That's what happened. Oh, okay. okay. But in this case, it's so confused. Yeah. I, I did love the, the, the line, you know, where Dumbledore is telling Snape that he has to keep it in. He's like, he'll be a good boy and not get myself thrown into Azkaban for murder. And I, it just, all I could think was, ouch, because it's like, that's exactly what Sirius went and did. Mm-hmm. And I kind of would have liked to have seen a little bit of, of him, and, of Snape's feeling towards Sirius mentioned here, a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. but, but that, you know, obviously it wasn't the point of this story, but it made me think about it that I, I would have liked because he, Snape really didn't treat Harry any differently earlier, you know, in canon. Right. Any different than Petunia. So, so I would have liked to have seen a little bit of, um, of Snape's thoughts of, of, of his own treatment now that he's yeah. realizing everything that, that really did go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I love Dumbledore's. Let me rephrase that. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go kill the Dursleys. No, yeah. stay here. We'll do it later. And Harry's like, don't, they're not worth it. And that makes them... Which was again Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And this is where Dumbledore apologizes. And he's like, I'm sorry, I did not... You know, they're going to be punished. I did not know what happened to the, you know, I, I wasn't aware of what was going on and what they did was wrong. Very bad. It was very bad indeed. 
And yeah, really don't really have voice. to say anything more about it at all. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, it was killing me. Yeah. yeah. And they thank Harry for trusting them with showing them that. Mm-hmm. And he says, okay, can I not talk about it now? <laughs> yeah. And they let him say, you know, if you have anything to add later, talk to me another time. But mm-hmm. right now, this is more than enough to justify you not going back there and staying with Severus. Right. So. Okay. And he mm-hmm. says, and yeah, and I get to stay with Severus. Yep. And then he is exhausted and it's time pretty much for him to go to bed. And so Snape takes him upstairs and he, Harry falls asleep just as soon as his head hits the piddle, pillow pretty much. And he's out so fast he doesn't even feel Severus remove his glasses. <laughs> And Tanya tucks him in. Mm-hmm. And that's where the chapter ends. Yeah. And we move on to 26, which is a Hermione chapter. Yeah, focus on Hermione. And here we have Hermione. And part of the reason she's so exhausted is she's been struggling with things on her own. Her aunt has, yeah. Great aunt? Great aunt, yes. That's it. Has uh, sent her a message saying when she would, you know, when would you like me to come and get you and... Stuff like that. And she's kind of put it off, put it off, put it off. And then all of a sudden she's like, I'm just going to send it. Because she's sort of jealous of Harry. And she's not quite sure, you know, what to do with it. So she's decided that she just has to go and she needs to do it quickly. I don't get that she's suddenly like, without telling anybody, you can come get me now. Mm -hmm. Bye. That that bothered me. Well, and it's... Well, she feels like she shouldn't be here well... Harry and Snape are getting used to living with each other at their proper ages, and she doesn't which, which need fine. to stay here and so yeah, on. And she doesn't Harry. really want to go and live with her great aunt, and so she decides while she's while she's thinking that this is a good thing and she wants to do it, she'd better send the letter off now or she won't get up the nerve again. Mm-hmm. And, well, what, what, I get that. But, like, without telling Severus to something that I'm going and, you know... Yeah. Potentially not being there when they wake up and just, just, yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing you got up early. She's only got, they mentioned that later. She's of age. That, 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 that's still kind of, you know, technically Hermione could get a place of her own if she wanted to in the wizarding world in a moment. Sure. So she could Mm -hmm. stall the paperwork that long enough to to just, you know, be considered an adult and do what she wants. Yeah. You know, you're right. She's not um, thinking clearly and she's not, you know, acting. As a very good guest, let alone anything else. And Snape mm-hmm. actually brings that up when he runs into her. as like, what, you were leaving and not even leaving a note? But mm-hmm. she just wasn't thinking about that. Well, and she had pretty much asked if they would come and get her later, if her aunt would come and get her later. But the aunt responds in a note that says, oh, you know, I... I was surprised that you wished to come so quickly, and I'm, but I'm pleased. But I can't come and get you when you ask me to because I already have a different uh, something going on. Somebody's yeah. coming at nine to borrow my pruning shears. I told her I'd be there, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to come at eight. So you know, everybody's like, "Well, I'm gonna say goodbye to them between eight and nine because I, you know, Snape usually gets up at eight, so I'll tell him goodbye then." And now, oh dear, my aunt is coming, so I'm going to have to just leave, and I'll just leave him a note. You know, she's not thinking straight at all, because yeah, he'd wring her neck if he got up and she was already gone. Yeah. Poor thing. He would just, he would have freaked out, note or no note. He mm-hmm. would it would have been like that scene with Mrs. Weasley. Mm-hmm. Any of them. Yeah. Ah, 
Sorry, just got attacked by a bug. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so Snape wakes up at 7.48, exhausted, confused, groggy. He's had this terrible dream. Where, Which was absolutely yes. This is the one I was thinking of where, like, she she writes very strange and, uh, you know, off-the-wall dreams. Like, they, they have that lack of logic that some mm-hmm. dreams have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is so totally a dream that I would have, the type of dream mm-hmm. that I would have. He's sitting at Permit Drive with his father and Petunia, who were not adults at the same time. No. <laughs> and they're drinking whiskey together, which I don't think Petunia, Petunia does. <laughs> yeah. And then four-year-old Harry's there, and she's filling shot glasses with cleaning products and making him drink them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well... He's had some of the same uh, thoughts that Melinda was having with this closet. Well, yeah. Tobias and, uh, makes bets with Dumbledore about whether or not Harry's going to live after drinking the cleaning products and the bleach. Dang that Dumbledore, he's at it again! Dumbledore's there. <laughs> was yeah. not there earlier in this paragraph. Yeah. So Dumbledore is not wholly on the light side in this one, so... Uh, yeah. so and then yeah. the Dark Lord's there. He's shown up. Uh, he's stolen... Stolen Severus' leg brace. <laughs> And then things take a really strange turn because Snape's mother shows up and tells the Dark Lord she's going to turn him over her knee if he doesn't give it back. Mom, you just can't say that to the Dark Lord. (laughs) 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 And then apparently Snape himself is only 10 years old, suddenly. And uh, so he decides to stick out his tongue at Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's you know he he's woke himself up from this dream and he's still half asleep and he starts <laughs> wandering around downstairs and he runs into Hermione but he's still half asleep and so he says this to her you know mom you just can't say that to the Dark Lord and she's like what and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing I don't know. I'm coffee. <laughs> Uh, need coffee. Oh, my. <laughs> and then after he starts sipping his coffee, his brain kicks in, and he's like, wait a minute, she had a trunk in her hand. I better go fix, you know, pay attention to this. And he goes out, and he says, where are you going? And she says, well, I'm off to live with great aunt Isabel. She's coming to get me. I know it's short notice, and I I didn't know what to do, so I was just going to, you know, leave and say my goodbyes another time, or maybe write to you. And he's like, What? What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so what time is she coming? Eight o'clock. So now he's got five minutes to say what he thinks he's going to have a day to work himself up to. Yeah. And his brain still has not kicked in. So he winds up going through this series of terrible metaphors, (laughs) trying to tell her that he wants her to stay. Yeah. Okay. Why, why, why can't people just say things straight? Well, because Snape, this is Snape. Snape doesn't know how to say things straight. He needs to talk to her in the flower language. Then maybe he'd get it right. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah. And he, he's intending to say it right out to start with. And he starts and he's like, so, you know, when uh, you start making Wolfsbane posters, that, that he's like thinking to himself, what am I saying? I don't understand. Where did that come from? Yeah. And she's completely nonplussed about the whole thing. What? I've read about it, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've never made the wolfsbane. And he's talking about the the vital ingredients and only like, wolfsbane is the most right? important, but you yeah. also need all the other ones and yeah. yeah. 
And she's like, she's like, I don't think I'm going to be making Wolf Spain this summer. It's fine. He's like, no, no, it's a metaphor. For what? I don't understand you. <laughs> and then it goes into a dueling metaphor. Dueling is useless without a good team. No, no, I mean, I, that's not what I was going to say. I mean, uh, uh, have a good summer. <laughs> yeah, he's not a weekend. And so yeah. she heads out. And then Harry comes downstairs, and Harry's like, what's going on? Where's Hermione? She left this. Everything is gone except for this book. And he he hand-staped the book. Something's wrong. She never forgets her books. And at that point, it's the Anne of Green Gables book. And then now Snape knows what to say. So he <laughs> runs out the door, and he and Harry are racing for the door, and Snape actually beats him in the foot race. So that's good. We know that... So in Snape's getting much better physically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because t- Harry's not even a little kid anymore, you know? He's, he's yeah. full, full-grown athletic yeah. Harry again. And, and he just runs out into the lawn and yells, Hermione, you're my Anne. <laughs> Which still makes no sense, but at least she gets the yeah. metaphor this time. Right. She gets the metaphor. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so finally, stay, please. I'm sorry it took me so long to say. And so then she has... Her poor great Aunt Isabel is just sort of standing there and yeah. Yeah. looking back and forth. We don't really need you anymore. And, you know, I kind of feel bad for her because she started off... I think, too, that was one of my notes. As a terrible kind of person, but that was just because of the funeral and stuff. And she really wants Hermione, and she's a lonely old woman. I mean, she'd be it'd be nice to have somebody in her life, but she's also understanding, which was very nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do feel yeah. bad for her there, too. So yep. Hermione will just have to go visit a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they invite her in for coffee, and she's polite, but she wants to know where that four-year-old boy went. She wants to apologize to him, and then they have to laugh and explain that Harry is the four-year-old boy, which makes not a whole lot of sense to her. Well, it would make more sense to her than it would to a muggle. Yeah, and that's yeah, true. She's, she's true. a witch, so she can at least understand the concept of a de-aging potion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And they have a nice, pleasant visit, and she's much more relaxed. She is very amazed about the whole thing with Harry, but and Hermione does promise to vi- visit. Mm-hmm. And Great Aunt Isabel scolds Severus to make sure she's lo- he's looking after Hermione. Yeah. You'll hear with he'll f- hear from me if you don't, young man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's quaking in his boots. And then and that's it. We have Harry's birthday. Yay, Harry gets a party. Harry gets a party. I like the idea that they actually tell him about the party. They don't try to surprise him because they're not sure how he would react to this surprise party. Yeah, and probably right at this point, it's Mm -hmm. probably not good to to spring that on him. I have to admit, my favorite part whatsoever was that Molly still got to make his cake. No, 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 Hermione made the cake. That Molly still got to at least do the party for him and the thing. I feel like she was the one that took him in first, and she she I like that she wasn't just kind of shunted to the side; mm-hmm. that she still got to be involved in that. I, I appreciated that very much. Yeah, I feel like Snape is not really the party planning type. No. <laughs> Can't imagine him like making decorations and things, but but he Although, allowed Remus to come, which I think was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Although I don't know that Snape and Remus really had as much trouble with each other. I think he, out of the Marauders, Remus was the one that he tolerated the best. Oh, please. He got him fired. No, I'm not going over there. No, no, no. He got him fired just out of spite. That was, no, I'm not okay with that. 
right. Remus that's, is the most reasonable of the marauders, just in general. Story so, right. So you know, he's he's the easiest to tolerate once you actually pay attention to him as a person. Mm-hmm. But um, well, he's the only one really who was allowed to grow up. So right. Mm-hmm. And now that Snape has also grown up, they sort of work better together. But it took Snape a little longer. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm. I'm going to hedge my bets a little bit on whether or not Snape has actually grown up. But in this story, I like it. In this story. I'm not sure Pan and Snape ever did manage it. Pan and Snape, I don't think ever did. But but in this one, yes. Mm -hmm. So we start the day off with Snape giving Harry the uh, newspaper that exonerates Sirius. And explaining, and explaining that that's, that's where Dumbledore was this whole time. Too little too hold late. on, hold on. Does somebody have crickets in the background, or am I just hearing things? It's the frogs. <laughs> the frogs. Okay. Oh, I hear. Oh, I I'm used to get those too. sounds, but I don't okay. have them yet. It's still too wintry here for them yet. I know, right? We're going back down to negative thirteen tomorrow. That's what yeah, you're saying. That's insane. I don't even know. Oh. I think you're colder than us at the moment. <laughs> Was it negative 13? It might have been just plain 13, but it was god awful cold. Because negative 13 yeah, sounds tomorrow, ridiculous. They, they definitely said spring is here, so winter's coming back, you know. I oh, still barely oof. haven't got the ice off my desk from last week. According to this, we're supposed to have a thunderstorm at 8 o'clock tonight. Wow, you're getting into summer like that. They're, they're actually getting louder, the frogs. I can hear them. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not, not okay. Katie frogs, is that what you call it? We call no, not crazy. Frogs. No, they're tree frogs. There's some sort of tree frog. It doesn't say it's anywhere. It's currently 32 degrees said. here. So. Oh, yeah. It's in the 50s here. Okay. It's balmy. But Harry's birthday's in July, so let's go back to July. Yeah. It's, it's nice and warm in July. I could live in July for a while. That'd yeah, nice. that sounds really good. Well, and okay. I really... And Harry and Ginny dunk Charlie together. Just have to point that out because that did make me happy. Okay, well, but first <laughs> let's talk about the shaving lesson. Because that oh, was yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So Snape gives Harry, and I'm sorry, I cannot call him Severus. It just, it's Snape. I can't even. So worry. gives Harry a razor for his birthday. And then. And Harry's just thrilled. This is the best present ever. Which <laughs> me. And he's, well, and, and Snape even sort of teases him about his dad, which was kind of cute. Harry takes that well. Yeah. But he says, I don't know how to shave. And so then they have a uh, a training and I love absolutely adore that he is standing in the bathroom with shaving gel or cream or whatever they call it here on half of his face with his shirt off tucked into the back of his pajamas so that it won't get dirty so tucked into the back of his pajama bottoms and I thought that was hilarious I can totally see this I I don't have kids Melinda so especially boys <laughs> did, did uh, Leo teach the kids how to shave he did but they don't care if they make a mess. They certainly, by any means, don't mind that they leave shaving cream all over the sink, a lot, sometimes on the mirror, a lot of times on the floor. Yeah, they're, they, they're not careful about where it goes. I, I, I never learned with shaving cream because Dad had an electric razor, so I was. How do you? Oh, oh good. Um, I was like, so. how did you, what? God, I remember when I used to. I've sort know, of taught myself to use it occasionally because sometimes the, the, you know, disposable razors and cream are a little bit easier to do, like get specific spots than that the electric yeah. razor will miss. But mm-hmm. usually I just use the electric ones. They're easier. Usually you just grow a beard and it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's I just ignore it and don't have to shave at all, which is nice. My dad wants, really, really wants somebody to go to a barber 
mm-hmm. and have somebody shave. Cause he said it was the best shave he has ever had. And I've been trying to get him to, you know, take him to go, but we haven't had a chance to, but God, I remember learning to shave as an early teen and yeah, there was a lot of blood on the bathroom towels. My mom. It was bad until I figured out how to do it. My mom gave my brother a shave for Christmas a couple of years ago. And it was, it was an old fashioned straight razor shave with a glass of whiskey and a cigar. <laughs> so it was kind okay. of funny. I'd just be afraid that like I get cut and I cut myself enough as it is. It's you. Well, that's why we have Dittany. Oh wait, we don't have Dittany. That's why <laughs> Snape has Dittany though. Would aloe work, or is that too? Yeah, it might. Right. I know Neosporin has a little pain stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. That's true. But don't they have like charmed razors or something? I'm sure they have. have some. Yeah, I, I think this is you know just kind of a tradition that you put in there. But I'm sure wizards have their own. Oh, they stuff. do because Bill gave one to Harry um, for his birthday in Deathly Hallows, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't remember uh, I that, think, but you might be right. So, And then Ron gave him some book about charming and witches. Hermione gave him a camera, actually, which I thought was mm-hmm. a really good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She wanted him to... I, I want to know where the heck the camera came from, but I'm not going to push that one. But I like that she knew that he was going to have a good summer and that he would want to make memories with it, with the camera. So yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, was cool. A, a good gift. Yeah. Although part it's of it was like, he could have used from it some magical shop or other, because it comes with the potion that you mm-hmm. develop the film in. Basically it's, it's kind of like, it's a cross between the old dark room things that you had to do and kind of, compressing a lot of the steps it's almost like a polaroid that way like you you take the picture and you put this potion on it and it immediately becomes the picture and Mm -hmm. um, if you have the this potion that she got it'll be a wizarding picture that moves or you can get a different potion that makes it like a muggle picture right wasn't that canon whereas we know that um there are but he made wizarding photos so so there has to be ways to do it but but i don't think it was ever specific on how Mm. Yeah, I think there's a brief aside where uh, Colin's like explaining to De- Dennis, and if you develop it the right way, they move or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but we don't ever yeah. know what that is. And Hermione's making a cake. I love this. I'm making a cake, so you best get out from underfoot. Hermione says, "You're what? Wait, Remus is coming. Cake? <laughs> He's all confused about the whole thing." She, oh yeah, we're having a party. Well, we decided not to make it a surprise one before. Oh yeah. And, and I love she shoes him out of the kitchen and tells him to go take pictures of the ocean and, and see if Snape will strike a pose. And Snape's like, I heard that! <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but they do go out walking in the tidal pools. And it's hard going for Snape because of the brace. And he can't get down on his knees to kind of look at things. he ran to meet, to catch Hermione and beat Harry. I, again, <sighs> a, a little... Yeah, but that's building. Wait a minute. Not uh, the sand. The sand's hard to walk in. Yeah, the sand. Okay, I'll give you that. Apparently, only run in moments of high emotion. Yeah. So, is this thing safe to get wet? Because now I'm imagining it'll like start rusting or something. No, it's magically waterproof. I'm sure it has a. What did they think? Spells from my, Harry's glasses to repel the water. I'm sure they can do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the leg breaks is plastic, too. He doesn't like it because it's plastic. Oh, that's so. right. 
and then Pomfrey decorated it for him, so it was at least a little better. Mm-hmm. But. And then we, unless we want to talk more about the the well, they they, they did pool. have an epic keep away battle, which I did like that with even Sloop and Snape got involved. I thought that. Oh was yeah, cool. no, I was I was getting to that. I was just looking to see if there's anything else we really wanted to talk about with the tide pool. Oh, and then we have. I was just going to say with Hermione's comment about getting Snape to pose mm-hmm. is uh, bringing to mind the comic Snape from the memoirs of a background Slytherin webcomic mm-hmm. that I've been seeing people share on Facebook recently because oh, yeah, um, yeah. every time Snape shows up in that, he is like posing and flouncing and things. <laughs> That's just the version they've decided to draw. And he's basically a giant nose with hair. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think I saw things got that, the Leaky Con, I didn't see which Leaky Con, but I'm assuming that's the next one. So the one you're going to, they're going to have Hotter Puppet Pals. Oh, mm. nice. I think I saw that this morning. So you might get to see a little Potter Puppet Pals. Speaking of Snape, <laughs> Snape, 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 <laughs> You're so bad. Yeah. Uh, which is over a decade old now, which is weird. But... No, really? Yeah. It was 2006, I think. Snipe, snipe, Savarus, snipe, 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 Savarus, snipe, Dumbledore, snipe, Savarus, snipe, Dumbledore. So it's six o'clock. The Weasleys have showed up. Ron, Ginny, Fred, George, Charlie. I love that they brought Charlie with them. Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. And Mr. and Mrs. Weasley help set up the table. Snape has figured out that he can do a little bit of magic, and he's conjured pretty jars, colored jars. Yes. Actually, I think so. He, he can actually make de- decorations after all. Because <laughs> that's such a Snape thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so the the kids, kids all go swimming, playing in the water. And then Remus shows up, and Harry's very excited to see him, and says, "Come and play." And he says, "In a minute." <laughs> And he goes over to yes. see Molly and Snape. Birthday party Harry is also still partially poor. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, he's never had a birthday well, party before, like, so we're going to allow him some excitement. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, like that. it's a very when exciting he, occasion. When has he ever had, like, all his friends out in the water just splashing? You know, he, he's, he, this is all new to him, so I'm, I'm going to give him a little exuberance. Mm-hmm. It's it's like that um, chicken soup for the one of the kids soul or something. So I forget which one. Where it, there's there's a thing about a little girl who's it's her seventh birthday and starts out something along the lines of the thing they they don't tell you about birthdays is that you're you know all of the ages you are before. So sometimes you know you'll feel like seven, but then you'll want to cry like you're four and just mm-hmm. you know just this. <laughs> So no, I can. I mean, I'm 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 probably at some in some aspects mentally stunted as a nine year old. You know, I've still got that childish urge to jump up and down and squeal. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody reacts differently to different situations. It's very true. I love and and so. here I, I have to go back to this just a little bit. So they all get in the water and they're tossing tossing things around and, and like uh, Melinda said. Harry and Ginny sneak up on Charlie and grab him by the legs and drag him underwater. And then Ginny gets chucked, tossed into the water for her crimes. And Harry thinks he's got away with it until he gets dunked when he's least expecting it. 
And then they don't have enough people once Mrs. Weasley comes down with the beach ball to play their game. So they ask Mr. Weasley to come. And he comes running into the water like an overly excited child (laughs) as Mrs. Weasley laughs from the chair. And you can just totally know where Ron gets it. Picture that too, mm-hmm. but, but just I love mm-hmm. Mr. Weasley. I really do. I think he's one of the most underused characters mm-hmm. in in all of the the fandom. So I I love the image of him running in so happy that they want to play with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's going to be so happy when he gets grandkids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what a great granddad will be. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then. And then, as we said, Harry invites Remus to come when he shows up, but he goes off to chat with Molly and Severus first. And he and Severus actually have a brief um, civil conversation. conversation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then there's a moment of silence and and Lupin talks to Molly for a bit. And then he says, well, I guess I will go dunk into the water. After all, it is getting hot. And uh, hey, Severus, you should come too, because it'll be uneven if only I go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I just love this train of thought. I am shocked. Is Lupin inviting me to play? (laughs) (laughs) And he's, you know, he's like, I'm content. I'll stay. And Molly's like, well, that's too bad. Because I was thinking I might want to go waiting too. So you're going to get left here all by yourself. You know, it's, it's the tantamount too. I dare you. So Snape says, Lupin, you can expect that whichever team I am on will thoroughly smash yours and keep away. (laughs) 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 So they make it a contest, Mm -hmm. and now they can go play. Yeah, Yeah, now it's a competition. (laughs) Which is a boy thing. I mean, I I can remember literally my three boys competing over the, the most inane like, at dinner, I'd be serving them, and they'd, my bet, my scoop of mashed potatoes is bigger than yours. She likes me better than you. I mean, just, it would just be like, yes, you know, everything, everything is a competition. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And Snape discovers he can actually move around a lot better in the water because it's providing support, mm-hmm. which is Did a nobody thing tell that him happens. this? No. Yeah. Nobody told him to do swim therapy, Madam Pomfrey. Where were you? There should have been a swimming. Yeah. He should have been swimming every day. And then... Ooh, and then Hagrid. We have up. a Hagrid cannonball. Can the tidal wave. <laughs> yeah. I just okay, love that it's, vision. It's like the, the kids playing street hockey yelling when there's a car. Like, everybody just scatters yeah. because they know what's going to happen. Cockroaches. <laughs> He's kind of ready. My was... Go ahead. Why was... How is there any water left in for the Hagrid <laughs> Well, it is the ocean. It is an ocean. It's not, ocean. Yeah, big. It's not a pool. <laughs> that I forgot. I thought they were in a pool or something. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Molly had been So everybody pictures. just goes to say hi to Hagrid, and mm-hmm. then they, they're starting to get hungry, so they dry off and head to gather all the potluck dishes. Have cake. Mm-hmm. And eat it, too. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. And then we have the last right, He's chapter. done a very nice job. Mm-hmm. Did she say what kind? It had orange slices on it and vanilla frosting. That's all I remember. Okay. Yeah. The lettering of his name is chocolate brown, but we don't know whether it's actually chocolate or not. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they don't say what the flavor of the cake itself is. But <laughs> the questions we like to something ask. Orange, related. <laughs> orange liqueur flavored. I like the <laughs> picture of, of, of Harry's happiness. Mm-hmm. 
I like when Remus gets ready to leave, he tells Harry that he deserved it. And Harry's, you know, kind of nonchalant about it, I think. And he says, you're so much like Lily, humble as can be. He says, I'll come back and visit. Even if Severus is here? Oh, I don't mind him. And I don't think he minds me either. It's my furry friend he doesn't like. (laughs) His badly behaved rabbit. Yes, that badly behaved rabbit. And then Dumbledore shows up. And we have the uh, the secret questions. What's my favorite kind of jam? Or what's your favorite <laughs> kind of jam? Raspberry. I always thought it was strawberry. But all right, we'll go with raspberry. I think it is raspberry, though. I think that's actually canon. I think oh, okay. It's, it's so maybe it's because yeah. I like strawberry. I just think everybody uh, should have strawberry as their favorite. I don't remember finding out what kind of jam Tumblr likes. but It was one of the passwords probably in there somewhere. or something. Mm-hmm. Passwords are usually candy. But I don't know. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking it's Half-Blood Prince when, when Dumbledore came to pick him up and they had a conversation about how, because that's where we heard about Molly Wobbles too, yeah. security passwords. I, yeah. And I think, I think that's what the Dumbledore said. It's Raspberry, by the way, or something like that. Yeah. And then we have Molly Wobbles. I love Molly Wobbles. Molly Wobbles. I know. <laughs> I can just so picture Harry being so uncomfortable over here being that same like any typical teenager. I think yeah. it's, uh, I See, that was a funny thing. This is the thing that never made sense to me in those password questions is anybody who's within hearing distance now knows the question and the answer. Well, I can, think that, that the whole point was that the questions are supposed to change. They're not, mm-hmm. it's not always supposed to be the same question. Oh, yeah. But you know, how, mm-hmm. how many times do you, you ask yeah, the person some, something that person knows about you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something personal but then, between the two of you. But then, see, this is why I don't understand why they couldn't use their Patronuses as identification because you can't fake that. Yeah. But not everybody well, can make a Patronus. Yeah. I mean, maybe the order well, the ones could they have, can't. But the but, ones uh, they can't. I mean, we saw Arthur's Patronus. We never saw if Molly had one or not. That's true. 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 That's true. She probably does. It's probably like a hen or something. <laughs> oh, poor Molly. <laughs> Come what? on. She killed Bella. Let's give her more Molly, credit than that. Molly needs a pit bull. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. A hen. Should be a mama bear. You never know. Mm, there you go. Trinket. <laughs> Ooh. Yep. I stepped on a chicken this morning and she squawked all at me and I'm like, well, get it from underneath my feet, you stupid thing. I think those like of us who have little experience I'm... with chickens have uh, warmer feelings about them than people who actually know what chickens are like. <laughs> I, uh, my, my dog had, I, like, it's tax season, so I have my, my whole kind of like mini office set up here behind my computer where I, 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 I spread out the tax returns and the dog always, for some reason, likes to lie under my feet, no matter where I am, does this. So I'll trip on the dog sometimes, and I'll do it. I'll be like, Jenny, can you just move, or whatever. And and the kids will look at me, and they're like, you're yelling at the dog because you stepped on her. And I'm like, yes, I know I am, and that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> well, you know, with ours, she's black. So if you're moving around in the house and it's dark, you can't see her. And my other yep. dog learned to get out of my way because he knew I'd trip over him. But she's not that smart. She's just like, what? Ah, you know, and we down we go. It's crazy. I almost fell last night. I, I'm home alone right now, which is sort of scary. The people at work have been told, if I'm late by more than 15 minutes, send somebody the chickens ate me. 
And last night I had to go out and get my wallet or something from the car. And instead of opening the big garage door, I just went around to the little door. And as I came out, I was walking on the sidewalk and I hit a slick spot and just went sliding. And I thought, oh, do not fall. Because if you go down and break something, nobody's going to find you and you don't have your phone in your pocket anymore. So I was very happy that I did not go all the way down. It's not fun. I tend to be good at that. Yeah. I managed to strain my back on Sunday, not by falling or doing anything particularly strenuous, but I was in a friend's basement going over some songs and such, and I was sitting, trying to sit with proper posture on the edge of a couch that was not, that <laughs> keeps trying to, you, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, so I strained the my lower back and um, <laughs> discovered that socks are the worst. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been sort of recuperating the past couple of days. I remember the last time your back went out and you had a hard time with socks. Yeah, I've, oh it's God. not as bad as that. I was never actually incapacitated. It's just twingy, and it's always every, every time I stand up from sitting for a while, I have to sort of relearn how to walk and get in the groove of everything. So I'm taking my uh, walking stick around everywhere. And then once I've been up and moving for a little bit, it goes back to being pretty much fine and just vaguely sore. Mm. And while I'm sitting, it's not sore either, but it's just the in-between bits that aren't aren't happy. And so oh, for I totally the past, I, get it. I'm, I am wearing the same socks that I wore yesterday. I just didn't take them off last night. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't have to do that again this morning. But there you go. I yeah. probably will tomorrow. I don't know. All right. We so we have Bellpoint here to tell Snake that yep. they, they get to keep Bell points. Mm-hmm. Which is, is, is nice. It's, you know, they can use a different, different safe house for the order, and this is where yeah. Snape and Harry and Hermione yeah, they can get stay. to live. Yeah. That was sweet. And good they for have, them. They didn't mm-hmm. have a place to go. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I like that he took a minute to really thank Snape for everything that he had done, because I don't think anybody ever really did that. No. So. Well, until Harry named his kid after him. Mm, yeah, that's true, but not to Snape's face. So. Well, they couldn't. No, I know. I know. And so I do like the well, the, um, one thing the that, fix that, where they tell Snape's portrait, and he's like, "What?" That <laughs> always get because in my mind, you know, I'm, I'm just a canon compliant girl here. No matter what, I, I go back. So in my mind, like this is all cool. All right, we work this in, but but Snape is still gonna die in the shrieking check. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Uh, it's like Harry is it better to have loved and lost or what you know what I mean? But it's like that's okay, true. Here we go. Well, Harry is going to lose. Oh. You know that's 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 where my mind goes anyway. But would he would he yeah. really would he really? Because the only reason he dies in the Shrieking Shack is because Voldemort sets the Snape the the Snape wow the snake on him and. At this point, that wouldn't happen because there's no reason for him uh, to go and join Voldemort. So, that's true. Yeah, but I still, it's the same as Sirius with the, okay, so maybe he lived a little longer. It, it would have just happened, but in a different way. In my mind, canon is the way it happens. So even if all the details change, it's still going to happen that way. That's how happen. I or he, or I feel he like this is for- alternative enough of a universe that things have changed far enough that they're not going to wind up quite the same way anymore. I don't know how it would work out. Or he out, could have but... killed him for betraying him. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be about the wand. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that's yeah. what I mean. wants to kill him anyhow. For me, canon is yeah, yeah, yeah. 
is the way it yeah. is. So, so eventually, one way or another, that's where yeah. we're going to end up. That's that's how I always read any of the picks, anyway. That's true. Yeah, there the owls have come, and the kids are going to go back to Hogwarts, and Snape isn't. No, Snape and, is. No, not yet. No. They don't know that oh, yet. Okay. okay. Oh, oops. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's the last chapter. We're going to get the, there. Yeah, but. we're almost there. Go the Dursleys have been sent to Alaska, which mm-hmm. I, I actually did appreciate that. I thought that That's, was very soon where it's, it, it's dark was, from November to, to June. Mm. I was like, all right, uh, this, this is not a bad thing. Yeah. Did you no. know that due to the, its position in the globe, it's dark 24 hours a day? <laughs> <laughs> and there's a picture of them, and none of them look very happy. Yeah. Well, you know, at least Petunia doesn't know have how to they worry about to her get yard. Them to sign the thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they blackmailed and threatened them. We will mm-hmm. tell all your neighbors what you've been up to. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I've got a feeling that most of the neighbors wouldn't care because they're conditioned not to like Harry. But that's just me. That's true. Yeah, but I don't but, think it's so much what the neighbors actually think. It's what Petunia, Petunia perceives that they think. You know, she, mm-hmm. she's got yeah, this image yeah, yeah, yeah. of herself as this, mm-hmm. this perfect little... She's very keeping up appearances kind of. Yeah. 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 Well, that, that, that makes no sense. Then why they treated Harry the way they did outside? Because he was freakish and he was going to bring shame to their family. And, right. and, and There's yeah, no logic pretty, in the Dursleys. I, I, I know, no, I know, and I, I think no matter what... Harry couldn't outshine Dudley. That that was, you know, her thriving. No matter what, mm-hmm. Dudley was going to be better. So. Right. No matter how not better he actually was. No matter that. No matter how Harry didn't even know his own mother. And it's mm-hmm. just sad. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, you know, this is the best news ever. I couldn't be happier. And she's like, oh, well, actually, I think you can. And he's like, oh, come on, Hermione. There's nothing <laughs> you could do that would make me happier. And she's like, come on, I'm going to show you. And he's like, if this has something to do with spew. And she's like, no, come on. (laughs) She takes him to the Arithmatsy classroom Mm -hmm. and she knocks. They knock and it says, come on in. I'm just writing up Monday's lesson. And I'm confused that Harry even thinks she's going to see Professor Vector because at least maybe it's a fanon thing. But I had thought Professor Vector was a witch. So you would think the Best voices would be witch, distinct yeah. enough, even mm-hmm. if he couldn't tell that it was Snape, that there's a man in there. It's not Professor Vector. Right. <laughs> but, oh, well. they go. He's very confused, and they go into the door, and the person standing in front of the room turns from the blackboard, and there's Snape. Right. And, yeah. And he just has a different stuff. Was anybody else a little uncomfortable with the whole idea of the Guardian being at school, though? Yes. Well, I don't know. I don't think he really counts as a guardian at this point, because, like you said, they're months away from being... Yeah, but it's like having your mom for a teacher. Yeah, exactly. Dumbledore, in my mind, Dumbledore has always been Harry's guardian, even if the Dursleys supposedly have physical custody. It's a total DHS thing. Dumbledore is the guardian. He's just given limited... He just assumes that role. He didn't. There's no reason why he should get to rule Harry's life the way he does. I know, but he. I mean, with him there, I 
and you know, usually we have Trisha in on these things, and Trisha's both of Trisha's parents were teachers, and she had her parents, so yeah, well, Jen did too. Too weird for me. Yeah, it, it, this is a boring. I don't know. For me, I I, I just. Little uncle. I mean, mm-hmm. Harry doesn't even have a rhythm and see, so it's not like he's going to be in mm-hmm. class. But Hermione is. It's just a little. I don't know. I, I was yeah. a little uncle. Yeah. No, I, I, no, Although I, I was glad scared. for Snape that he doesn't have to give up his profession altogether. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and he needs something awkward. to do. Yeah. So is he going to be a better teacher though now? Because he was a shoddy. He professor. was a horrible teacher. I know. No matter what. Anybody yeah. says to defend him, he really is horrible. I think that mm-hmm. this is a new chance for all of them and that he will try to turn over a new leaf. And you could you knock Neville over with a feather, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So hopefully. Yeah, Neville won't can be taking it, it either. No, Neville doesn't have to take it. Yeah, uh, hopefully, you know, you, you, you won't have any students. Yeah. You That's the point, too, or, that this know? being an owl newt class, they should all be people who want to be there and learn the thing, mm-hmm. which yeah. potions yeah. as a core class doesn't have. Uh, and arithmetic. I mean, that's that's got to be the smart ones that are in there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd get along better with those kids anyhow. And they mostly go down and sit around the lake and put their arms around each other and just watch the stars. And they're going to be a family. And they're all very happy, which is mm-hmm. nice. Aww. Puke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Trisha. So glad Trisha was here for that. <laughs> yeah, this was a nice story. I, I actually, I did like this story very, very much. It's mm-hmm. one of the few Snape stories that I've ever read right right to the end and still enjoyed it. So uh, kudos on that. Mm-hmm. Again, the only thing I felt at the end was... The sadness note, because, you know, and, and not everybody who reads the, is going to think the way. I just i am very canon compliant. So for mm-hmm. me, yeah. it's got an end point. But still, it was a nice a ni- and a reasonable yeah. plot device of why there was a change. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. just a secret heart of gold, which I, I can't tolerate. Right. Um, no. So, so this was, I liked this story. I yeah. think it was, it was done really secret well. Secret heart of gold only works if you set it at like book three. When he hasn't had time to be quite horrible yet. <laughs> but no, see, I don't even. Even like two. Look, three is where but, poor Neville has a Mrs. Bulger. He was an awful person. I yeah, think. So yeah. It, it has to be like not, uh, yeah. between or before that. Because in book one, he was basically just the horrible, nasty teacher who mm-hmm. turned out not to be the bad guy after all. And so mm-hmm. I, you can sort of go from there to say, oh, there's all sorts of things we don't know about this guy. But the the longer we have him in there being the horrible, nasty, nasty teacher who's never nice to anybody, the more of a stretch it is to make him, you know, oh, that was all a front. I was actually secretly nice the whole time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not so much going to happen. And again, it yeah. might just be that, that that even reading through them, I don't know. I struggle because you know where he goes, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. but I don't I, I don't buy canon Snape. Is a, you know, he's just he's yeah. bitter and vindictive, but he's still a good guy. He's on the good guy side. He's doing what he has to do. He's just not mm-hmm. not warm and fuzzy. So mm-hmm. so, and I don't think there's anything that's going to make him warm and warm fuzzy. And fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to imagine if he and say Lily had had a kid, how the kid would have turned out having like somebody, you know, like Lily for a mother and Snape for a father, just completely like that mm-hmm. pretty messed up kid. <laughs> well, I'm wondering how different he would have been at yeah. that point. 
if if he that had, had happened, the love of his life, he wouldn't have turned out quite the but same way. But he still would have been at, pretty at, sarcastic. At, at you know, like year that. where I I never had, I had the impression that Snape was in love with Lily, but I never had the impression that it went the other way. No, I don't think it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Lily not. definitely was saw a him friend. as a friend, yeah. but I don't yeah. I don't think right. that she saw him romantically at all. Oh. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, Melinda, thank you <laughs> for recommending this story for us. Because well, thank you for having me. I've had one. I've had a lot of fun discussing it. Yeah, it was it was great to have you along with us. So Yay. we'll have to find feel free else. to come back anytime. Yeah, any old thank time you. you want. We've got we've only oh. got a couple left in this season. Oh, yeah. what Melinda? Did you watch um, Beauty and the Beast? Did you go? I yes, did. did. I did. Has anybody was else seen it yet? I've seen it. No, yes. I haven't. I want to. I. I I liked it. I I thought the costumes were beautiful. The mm-hmm. sets were beautiful. The story followed very the much like the story was to, exact. But it just fell flat to me. Like it didn't. I, I kept thinking as I was watching that I think I liked the cartoon better. That was how I felt watching it. I mean, not that I didn't like it. I thought it was beautifully done. The costumes, especially, yeah. were exquisite. Yeah, yeah. But it just it, it was just watching the cartoon. It really wasn't any different. Oh, that's a mm-hmm. shame. That's how I felt well, anyway. Yeah. I really liked it. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, and there were definite <laughs> booty. Everybody and their neighbor has tagged me in this video. Um, there were different. <laughs> definitely Hogwarts moments in there. Oh, there were. Yeah. The, there the were snowy owl that was suddenly there for no reason at all. That was completely a Hogwarts moment. Yeah. And there were, yeah, there were just things where it was like, okay, that was Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> no two ways about it. That was that was a complete Hermione look right there. But I think Bill and Hermione are so similar. That was mm-hmm. easy enough to yeah. Oh yeah, to blur the lines. Yeah. Mm. So I, I it was nice. I went. It was one of those things where my friends and I had decided to go. I got there. The line was huge. So I told the guy at the, the counter that I was buying my friends tickets and not to sell them tickets because they're friends mm-hmm. and he knows them. And then yeah. he sold them tickets anyway, so then we had to get oh. tickets refunded. And I only oh. saved seats for two because I only knew two were coming, and they were late because they went and picked up three more, so I didn't have enough seats for everybody. And, yeah, it was crazy. Oh, jeez. Uh, and I left my phone I watched so they uh, couldn't get a hold of me. Oh, no. I watched a bit of a clip with an interview with Emma, and apparently after one of the ballroom scenes, the director starts doing the conga, so everybody's in their, in their costumes doing the conga in the ballroom. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> I saw a great one where people were asking her questions and she was playing with kittens the whole time. That was cute. Yes, that was so cute. That was so cute. Yeah, that's the BuzzFeed one, yeah. So, Can I keep good. them? <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I'm hopefully going on Saturday, I think. Oh, I want to go. Oh, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. I can't go to these things because nobody ever wants to go with me. Go by yourself. I go by no, myself to the movies. I all go the time. by myself all the time. Go by I myself. Now it's fun to go by yeah. yourself. If the boys won't go with me, and there's, there's plenty of you know chick flicks that they won't go with me on, so I just go myself. Yeah, I used to. Do I went to the Avengers movie. by myself. It was fun. I was the only one in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> my brother had that happen to him too. I took my niece to this one. She wanted to see this one, so that was that was good. That worked out. Yeah, I, I went to Fantastic Beasts with Dad. After I got home for winter break, and I went, which Harry Potter movie was it? No, it was Hunger Games. And I had to pee toward the end of it. And he looks at me and goes, I can't pause this. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but I have to pee, so I'm trying really hard to cry. 
<laughs> and it, it was bad, and then like it ended, I bolted out. But what did I see? I saw yesterday somebody wishing about that they wish Harry Potter would be made into like a TV series. Oh yeah, every, where every, every book would be a season and every the, chapter would it? be an episode. Yes, and, and I was I was so so watched, and then they started complaining something about well the actors couldn't do it because and I was like I don't care if you start with new actors. It's like. Kind of like a Game of Thrones thing, you know. I, sure. I, I would, I would definitely really like. Yeah, that. it would have to be so different actors at this point. But that's yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm. So what? Can cast Dan for the flashbacks as James if you want. I don't know, but. Well, like, yeah, it doesn't even you know, you know, There, there doesn't I, even I, have to be any connection. I, I would love. I would so watch that. Yeah. Like one of my favorite book series is now being made into a BBC um, series. You know, a uh, trilogy. So I'm trying to imagine, like, if, if they did one per episode, though, they'd have to yeah, do it, more. it couldn't really be chapter by chapter, but they yeah, could they do, could, like, they could, you know, 20 <laughs> episodes a book or mm-hmm. whatever, or yeah, 15. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they could make a, a book a, se- a season a book. They, yeah. they could they could swing yeah. it out that way, you know. I, I would I would. Watch. It would be really cool. And that, no, Tons of us then they, watch that. Mm-hmm. But then they also need to do Cursed Child. Would they, would they, they don't have to do Chris Child because it's a play. We don't have to worry about that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you though, that if you can get your hot little hands on it, Newt, uh, excuse me, Eddie Redmayne reading Newt's commander in Fantastic Beast is really fun. <laughs> I heard Chris Child is coming to New York. Um, not this summer, Broadway. but next summer. Yeah. There I know. I thought that was pretty cool. I would, I would definitely like to, to be up uh, to take a road trip. Yeah. I have to go. Guys. Okay. You would have to drug me to go and see Cursed Child, but I'll go. I'll <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't have to drug you, do I? <laughs> I'll drive. Melinda will okay. drive. You guys can pick up Tina okay. and Ryan on the way. It'll be great fun. Let's go. I'll just go. I'll just be I like, want to come I, to New York I, for I, something. From what I understand, sometime. it's amazing to see on stage. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but the plot, cool. the plot is awful. <laughs> I have to go lock up my chickens. You guys wanted to sit and talk. Should we say goodnight and nope. turn off the rec- recording yeah. and then you guys can it's go. 11 o'clock. It's, yeah. well. it's dark yeah, outside, so I got to go get them locked up before the yeah. bobcat comes and gets them. So I like yeah, this, this story. Is fun. Thank you. Um, yeah. It was. There are four more stories in the season at this point, which is. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's um, three one shots, two of which are. Really in short. one episode. We're doing them in one episode. And then Becoming Neville is the last one, which currently has five episodes, but who knows how that will work out because <laughs> we keep adding episodes yeah. to things as we do them. Mm-hmm. Um, we do. So um, just in case we didn't actually think about this, uh, no podcast next week because I'm going to be in California and I am not oh, kicking yeah. my computer. So, Mooney, you're in charge okay. of the forum next week because I will not have access. I might have it on my phone, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I won't blow anything up, I promise. No. Okay. Well, if you do, <laughs> call Ryan. You should record little travelogue things and we'll make a, a Journeys with Sue podcast or something. Oh, that sounds like fun. Okay. I'll see if Ooh. I can make my iPhone that's not connected to anything else do that. So, Melinda, thanks again for both the story recommendation and hanging out with us. It's been great fun. It has been fun. Thank you very much. And, uh, I've enjoyed it very much. And for, you know, giving up your tax time and staying up late. We appreciate that. Oh, it's kept me sane. <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> right, right. Most people don't say that about me, but okay, we'll go with it. 
<laughs> so. We're the right kind of insane. Yes, yes, that's it. All right. You, you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> a lot more fun we do our to best anyway. Harry Potter than to stare at numbers all day. So, yes, it's absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we should say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> Take yeah. care, guys. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon, and I'll let you guys know how the trip goes. Good Please have do. Fun, okay, thanks. Yeah. Take lots of pictures. I'm going to try. I'm here. <laughs> Hello. I hear Linda. Hi, Scott. How are you? I hear Scott. Not hearing white I'm doing pretty well. Where's Mooney? I don't know. She came online a little while ago. But yeah, I've been talking to her. She gone off again. But she doesn't, it's almost like she's not in the group, but it says that she is. I'm not hearing uh, Whitetail at all. All right, so Whitetail can hear us, but I, I'm not hearing her. Is anybody else hearing her? No. No. Hi, Melinda. Hello. Hello, there you go. It's been a while. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, I hate bureaucracy. I want to beat several people over the head with a two-by-four. Uh-oh. This sounds exciting. Mm. Not. Oh, okay. God. Okay, uh, hopefully it's not one of us. No, 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 no. Uh, it's usually me. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think we're bureaucratic enough for that. <laughs> I know we're definitely not. I'm so happy to have something else to do tonight. I'm working on a sex scene, and I'm realizing <laughs> I, I can't write sex. I would much rather write someone being tortured than writing a sex scene. What does that say about me? <laughs> um, I completely I'm agree. I'm not finding it easy at all. <laughs> no, torture scenes are fun. Yeah, torture's a whole lot easier than this. I know. Yeah, that sounds stupid. (laughs) It's because sex scenes are more personal and you feel like more of the readers might have experienced them. Torture, you can just make stuff up. (laughs) Maybe that's it. I'm not at all comfortable with this. I feel like they're older, so I have to give more than I've ever given before. But I'm not. I would so much rather whack them with something. (laughs) (laughs) You can always do the fade to black. Yeah, that's where I think this is going. I really don't think it's going to work. Because I'm not going to do smut, but 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 I want to just, I don't know, something. But Melinda, yeah. you and smut, they just go together. <laughs> I can't. I just How many points through. did you win for us again? Did I? Did, when you, I they made you, that's just because you kept making me say balls. <laughs> no, no, no. They made you read smut, remember? Yes, they did make me read smut. And they gave you a whole lot of points for that. I think the point was because they don't usually go together. I know, I know. It's like, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely, I'm keeping my PG-13 kind of rating, but I just want to do more than I've done, and it's it's just not coming easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've never tried to write anything of the sort, so. Well, none of my stories have lasted long enough to have a romance (laughs) component, so... Yeah, I think after I all, scenes, all the hell I put him through, I owe him some. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you can go torture the bureaucrats. Well, not just the bureaucrats, but the bureaucratic people I've had to deal with. <laughs> who, who, who's driving you crazy? Okay. So, A, I need to call the Massachusetts Revenue because I haven't gotten my refund yet. I submitted it on paper, and it'll take a while, blah, blah, blah. And they got it, like, three months ago, whatever. Oh, B, Massachusetts I, is actually giving refunds quicker than the federal was there for a while, so that's unusual. Yeah, yeah. you should have it by now. I should. And then there's been issues with my mail, which leads me into B. <laughs> no um, Right, right. So for reasons I just cannot understand, they insist on sending your diploma to your address in Massachusetts, not to your permanent address. 
And I completely spaced on on forwarding my mail because I just forgot about it. And I filled out the form to say, send it here because why the hell would they send it to your temporary address? It makes no sense. And then, so I called the post office and they were like, we don't have it. And if the guy who had usually done the mail was there, he would have figured it out because he knows, like, he knows everybody. It's scary. It's really mm-hmm. scary. I don't know how he does it. But because he was on vacation, my diploma has gone AWOL. Oh, but what wow. happens is they usually send it back to campus. Mm-hmm. But it didn't go back. So now I have to fill out this form to get a new one. I have to pay for it. 15 bucks, whatever. I've got so many complaints about their bureaucracy. So, so, so many. <laughs> you have no idea. And then, see, so I've been getting some weird uh, deposits into my bank. Yes. I thought it's not the other way around. And I've been trying to get them to take the money out and give it back to whoever's been mistakenly putting it in my account. Because they put in two payments over the last couple months. And then apparently panicked because the person they were supposed to give it to didn't get it. So then they put in a third payment that equals the amount of the first two payments. I've got three now. And so I'm afraid that because this is taking so long, they'll try and send me another one. And I'm like, guys, can you just give me back some money? It's not mine. I don't want to keep it. It would be lovely if I could keep it, but I can't. Just give it back. And they won't. Like, I don't know what the problem is, because everybody keeps telling me to do something different. Hello. Okay. Is that Danny? Hello. We're here. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Awesome. (laughs) Yay. Success. Yay. Thank God, man. I'm glad I have a bunch of really weird equipment lying around in my drawer, because I found this strange microphone from some dragon dictation thing I had, like, ages (laughs) ago. We lucked out. How are you guys? Well, you should know that the computer problems when you join PUFWA for an interview are standard operating procedures, so don't worry about it. It happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would not be a PUFWA podcast without technical difficulties somewhere. Amen. Pretty much. You'll have to let me know if you're picking up budgie sounds because my birds are sitting like right behind me. So yes, we incidentally, budgies. Me actually. So if they get too loud, just let me know. No, they're fine. I mean, we have Alex. Oh yeah. (laughs) We've had worse. I had frogs last time, or crickets, or something. So whatever the last one I edited, people were like, "Uh, what's that sound?" Well, I'm so glad you found us, and I'm glad you persisted because I kept sending emails and not getting anything back, and I was like, I don't know what to do. So finding me on Facebook was very smart. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad it worked. I thought it was my email for the longest time because they upgraded our email, and it's been just a bear ever since. So I'm glad we figured it out. Well, and maybe it was that it just wasn't, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm not getting anything from back from you after. Yeah, and I sent, like, so many emails, too. I was just like, oh, man, they must be really busy. <laughs> oh, oh, well. But, hey, we're all here. We made it. We, we made, made it, it work. Yay. Yeah. And I made it back from the vet's office with 10 minutes to spare, so that was good. Yay. Nice. Yeah. Maggie's not doing well. Her red blood cells are not producing. Oh, geez. So we don't know what's going on. She had pneumonia. She spent four days in the vet hospital, and things are still not working. But she appears to be fine, and she's running and playing. And I mean, I watched her jump three feet in the air after a grasshopper today so it's not like she's lethargic like she was the other day so Mm -hmm. it's a mystery illness who knows yeah i'm glad she's feeling she does well Mm -hmm. 
I am editing this, sitting in a car in the parking lot of a doctor's office, having just returned from having Maggie at the specialist bed. She is doing better, though, so that's good news. And I just wanted to share that with the fans. She was she was very cute at the vet's office. They have a little hole cut in their cupboard so they can just throw the trash in the trash can. And she got out of my arms, went straight for the hole and hid in the cupboard. <laughs> oh, my Aww. gosh. She said, I'm safe in here. I like it. <laughs> the my my oldest son, Connor, is home f- for the summer, you know, from college. And he's, his major is animal studies. So he got a job. It's not even a job. It's a, a shadowing at a local vet. Mm-hmm. So he comes oh, home wow. every day and tells me the stories of all that's going on with all the animals. Oh, that's it's pretty cool. cool. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we, well, Mooney, did you want to finish whatever it was that we interrupted? Your, what was number three? Uh, not myself. I'm just. Oh, that's right. I the don't bank. know. The bank's not giving what back to say. Money. I don't know what to say. Cause I'm like, everybody keeps changing what I'm supposed to do. And then nothing happens. And it's been like two weeks. And I'm just like, I just want to get this done with. Like, there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. You need to do it. Yeah, just don't spend the money and it'll it'll get it, it'll yeah, get it'll resolved. Get taken no, care of, yeah. Just go, yeah, don't spend the money. That would be bad. No, no. <laughs> I'm trying not to because I don't have a job and I've spent, you know, two years going to school. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a problem. So um, we're going to refer to her as Whitetail. Is that correct? Okay. I would appreciate that. You, you appreciate. You we can do that. Us using the, I wrote it down really big. <laughs> so that I'd remember. And if I mess if up, slip, we'll, it's okay. we'll edit it out. I can't. That's technology. <laughs> Magic. It's his, as long as we don't start calling her white squirrel. That's true. Oh, that's fine by me, too. Whatever works. Well, white squirrel might not appreciate it. So. Oh, hey, there is a white squirrel. Okay, yeah, no, don't call me white squirrel. It's Because just... <laughs> we just covered white squirrel stuff. Yeah. Not too long ago. So... Well, okay. I have... Canon question first. Can I ask a Canon question? Ask a Canon question first. What did you think of Cursed Child? Oh, me? Uh, yes. Oh, wow. White I, tail. I really liked it. It, was, it wasn't at all what I expected, but I had a lot of fun, mostly because I, I just kind of didn't expect it to be anything like the books, and I think that helped, and I just sort of treated it like this crazy fan fiction, and it was absolutely and, hilarious. And it worked you. I'm so happy oh, yeah. to hear that. But yeah, I was just like squealing with joy the whole time and I couldn't tell anyone because I was the first one that had the book and my family and we were out at the lake and they're just like, get, like just don't, just don't, you can't. Like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. And I just was like, but, but you'll never guess who showed up. And they're like, no, stop it. <laughs> I like it. You're just sitting there going, wait till you get to the trolley witch. <laughs> oh yeah. And like it was like in a tiny tin camper too, right? And it was like, stop it. You're ruining it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's fun. Very mm-hmm. cool. All right. Well, before we start asking too many questions, let me uh, do an intro here. We'll just add this to the last one, but at least that way we'll have names. Although mm-hmm. we're all... Are we actually recording? Uh, it says we are. I'm looking right at it. So hopefully, yes. <laughs> okay. They sent me a, a patch for the new one. Okay. But I'm scared to death to use it because I don't want to lose everything. So we're going to go with the old one one more time and then we'll play with the new one when I have a little bit of extra time. Okay, because if we have to do this again, I won't be happy. No. Yeah, and I'm getting my tonsils out in three days, so yeah. I won't be able to talk. You won't be able to talk, so it won't. Unless yeah. we have some amazing, like, I don't know, potions to get me through. Oh, well, We're you used know. to interviewing people on drugs. We've done that a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. 
No, usually we it's the interviewers that are oh, on drugs. <laughs> well, and my aunt and uncle are here from Florida. Okay. And, it, and it's so funny because my uncle is, well, he's a moonshiner. He's making <laughs> all of this booze. So he's given me limoncello. He's given me spiced rum. He's given me Captain Morgan's rum because he wants to have mojitos. Oh, ah. oh it's just, and now he wants, yeah, so he's got stills in his trailer that they're traveling in, and he's got oh my. this kind of booze and that kind of booze, and, and it's so funny. So I, I probably have something that would work. Just tell me where to send it, and we'll, we'll ship it off to you. Are, are oh, you probably not allowed to. East Coast or West Coast? She's uh, Scott. I'm like smack dab in the middle. In the middle. Oh, me too. Landlocked place. Just funny when you guys were saying, "Oh, she's clearly lived by the sea." No, I'm in a landlocked province. It's really? really oh, dry. that was me. I was so certain yeah. you were. A, I'm a beach dweller, so I was so oh, certain yeah, no. you were a fellow beach dweller. But uh, yeah, no, oh, well, good, good for you. Yeah, well, good thank you because you. you had me convinced. Yeah, <laughs> I watched. I watched many videos and went to the lake and studied it. So <laughs> it's close. Have we had anybody on drugs on the podcast recently? No, not no. us. I can't remember the last one. I'm not sure that we have in general. Uh, I've peon casted at least on something, <laughs> but I haven't mm. hurt myself lately. So we're, we're uh, yeah. what, the last yeah, time yeah. I hurt myself was reading Cursed Child, and I didn't get drugs for that one. So what did you do? Remember, I tripped and fell and, and hit my cheek on the, on oh, the cement yeah, yeah, and yeah, had yeah, yeah. the big black eye look like I got beat. And then I had oh. to go to a work conference, and everybody was like, uh... What'd you do? <laughs> like, uh, I tripped. <laughs> They're like, yeah, sure you did. <laughs> oh my. So, yeah. I have to be careful for the next two weeks because I'm going back to that network conference in two weeks. <laughs> to not show up <laughs> with a black eye. Has it really been a year since Cursed Child? My goodness. Oh gosh, yeah. Yep. Well, it came out like, yeah. I don't know. I read it over uh, the no, summer. Wait a minute. So. Supposedly, I have the date that it comes to New York, April 22nd. 2018. Yeah, I I have my like on my Ticketmaster. I I have it watched for shows, and they're yeah. still not showing anything. So something tells me there's no way they're going to be ready by then because they're already no. selling shows that are going to be available. Then it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. No way. Yeah, I'm going to make a road trip. I've already gotten a bunch of girlfriends. We're going to make a road trip when it happens, but. There's nothing. You can't. Ticketmaster won't even follow it for you. No. Well, it's coming though. You know it's coming. Well, you can watch it for the rest of it. I'm just waiting for them to actually like put it on video because nothing ever comes to where I am. It's like we win the lottery if someone who actually is well known even comes here to play a concert. So it's kind of out. I I mean, London is just out of the question, but New York, New York is drivable. I can do New York. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I could drive there. Oh, it's only about eight hours. I can do that. Yeah. Well, for Chris Child, it's worth it. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So Whitetail is in uh, Canada, and all I can hear is Jen. What do you mean, Saskatchewan? <laughs> what? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I just about spat my teeth out, so. <laughs> Wait, is Saskatchewan above me or somewhere else? Um, That's where you are. It's, where, it's in the it's, middle, I it's think. It's in the middle, basically. Yeah, yeah above me. Okay. Slightly okay. to the I'm west of middle. Stamp. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, and... Didn't, 
Couldn't yeah. someone live in Saskatoon too? I could have sworn someone on the podcast said something about having stuffed animals in their closet in Saskatoon, and mm-hmm. I just my parents just are in Saskatoon outside. right now. Nice. Yes. Cool. I should go visit them. Mm-hmm. They're very nice. I <laughs> highly recommend oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't believe that people on a podcast wanted to interview me, and, and they just happened to have people that are from Saskatchewan. Like what? Nobody's from Saskatchewan except for <laughs> yeah. Leslie Nielsen, maybe. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I was not born in Saskatchewan. I was born in Alberta, and then when I was nine, we moved to Saskatchewan. No one likes Alberta. No, that's where he is now, so don't say too many bad things. Oh, I joke. I just bug because I have family in Alberta, and we're always like, oh, no one likes there. It's basically the same place, just like a different set of lines around it on the map. There's more cows. The people in Saskatchewan make fun of Alberta. The people in Alberta make fun of Ontario. You know, it's just yeah, cycle stuff, circle of life. Yep, that's how. And we have nothing else to do here. How these things work? (laughs) You're drooling. All right, well, let's do this. We'll say welcome to Potterfic Weekly, the author interview. I'm Sue. I'm Scott. I'm Melinda, and I'm Money. And I guess I'm Whitetail. So hi. Hi, and welcome. I'm so excited. We're excited to have you. We haven't had an author interview in quite some time, so it's very exciting for us. Oh, yeah, total adventure. It's cool. And, (laughs) and yeah, we love that you're uh, from Canada, where we know Scott to be from. So that's Uh around. I think there's been one, maybe two other Canadians on the podcast apart Mm -hmm. from me. Cool. We've we've had a couple here and there, but yeah, we haven't had anybody lately, so it's very exciting. Yeah, I've pretty much always been the token Canadian. <laughs> well, it's an honor to be the second the Canadian. The entire world today. a little smaller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do, yeah. We have uh, the the first run of podcasters. We had from we had some from Australia, and we had Scott in Canada and stuff like that. So it's it's been really fun to be able to make friends and contacts all over the world. Yeah, too cool. Well, you wrote this little story. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That was a while ago now. And Melinda found it because she was... I like this story. Oh, I'm glad. Looking for Parts of it make me cringe. Do they really? Sometimes, but I wrote it when I was 19. So, oh, Oh, wow. Everything you guys say pretretty much drives me crazy. Like, it did go too, like, way too fast, in my opinion. But the problem is... Like when you're writing it, it goes over a long period of time and it's not like a traditional book where you're going to sit down and write the whole thing and Mm -hmm. then edit it. So it actually makes sense. This is written chapter by chapter and it feels like it takes way longer to get places. So when you read it in one go, it just seems rushed and it just, Mm -hmm. yeah, it kind of like drove me nuts when I reread it like a year or so after I wrote it. Cause I, there's so many things that I totally agree with you guys on. And even some of it too is a bit out of a character. I agree. And part of that is because the culture of potions and snitches or snitches is really different. Like people have a very different idea of what's in character for Snape. And Mm -hmm. so I was kind of writing for the audience too, even though some spots I really wouldn't necessarily write if I was the one reading it, if that makes sense. So I agree with lots of your guys' critiques actually. (laughs) So yeah, it makes me cringe a little bit, but it was still a lot of fun to write. Can I ask you another Mm -hmm. candidate? It was a lot of fun for us to read. While we're here. Like, this was written, obviously, you were 19. It was before the actual end of canon. How did you feel about Snape's end? Oh, is this before the end of canon? I I think so, wasn't it? I thought Deathly Hollows was, like, 2009 or something. 2007. 2007. And this was 2013, I think. Oh, this was. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, this was way after. But how I felt about that. 
I still have an opinion. I actually, I really enjoyed like the ending. I thought that was kind of a perfect way to, to sort of close up loose ends and stuff with Snape. Like I, I just felt like I agree. I think it was. I don't like, think I he, if he survived, there, there was much more story for him. I agree with you completely. I was just wondering because uh, yeah. a lot of yeah. Snape fans are. You know, they, they, they think he okay. got robbed in the whole, yeah, so, okay, that's, it, thank it, you. it doesn't make sense for him to live, so, yeah, I liked, I liked that move, to be honest, despite the fact that it broke my heart, because I like Snape. He's just yeah. so much fun to read, even if he's a total jerk. Yeah, see, I think that might be why I like you reading your story so much, because I think Snape is a fascinating character. He's so, so many shades of gray and so interesting, but I don't like him. I just do yeah. not <laughs> like him at all. Um, yeah. so, so I think that's why I, I connected so much with your story. I was oh, looking God. for a mentor story that I, that I could accept for the longest time. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them get way too touchy feely. Like even with this one, I yeah, it got a little he, bit I, too touchy feely in my opinion, but not, part of it audience, right? He's not still mm-hmm. like, I don't see him as being super compassionate. I always think he'll do anything to save Harry's life. Mm-hmm. But I don't think his emotional well-being is high on Snape's list of priorities. Oh, yeah, definitely no, not. Really. And I kind of totally agree. And it's funny because I, I didn't ever intend to write, like, Snape and Harry stories. But I was a weird teenager, and I wanted to be able to write someday professionally. And I researched websites to figure out which ones had high return for reviews. And this little website has one of the best communities of reviewers and readers. So I kind of got into it partially just to practice writing. And so, like... It's interesting because I'm I'm kind of not the traditional Snape Harry fan that everyone on the site is. Like I'm kind of an outsider looking in because I, I used it as a venue to learn to write. And so yeah, I think that's partly why mine are a little bit less, you know, cool, which is out there. Why I connected with you Come, because I, I was guess, yeah. struggling with the whole idea. Yeah. I hmm. <laughs> that's one of the best things about fan fiction in general, I think, is it, it makes a good proving ground and practice place because you are putting it out there and that in itself is hard. You have to release a thing and then you get the feedback and you can process that and continue and grow and so on. And the feedback I think helps you grow so much. I certainly like, I'll look at my first story and I'll be, it makes me cringe sometimes, but it's (laughs) still the one that gets the most reviews. So people do like, you know, it's weird, but I think I've definitely grown a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of nice that you don't with have art to be in general. Yeah. I, like, that just made me think when you were saying that. It reminds me of the first Harry Potter audiobook that I did. I recorded um, Sorcerer's Stone in, I think, 2004. And I was just, like, trying to do the um, all the voices and uh, do yeah. the English accent and stuff. And I listen to it now, and it does not sound at all English. <laughs> but, you know, I've gotten better. Oh, uh, yep. You have. You do a good Snape. Actually, oh, wait, you, you do, do a Snape impression? Snape. You do an excellent Snape. Uh, yeah, you're can can I hear it? I feel like I need to hear this. Oh, very well. I'll <laughs> say a few words for you. Why not? <laughs> that is great. <laughs> oh, so now you're going to make me cry, Scott. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> that was entertaining. Snape is fun. He's one yeah, of the fun ones. I enjoy doing him and Remus and Dumbledore, I think, are my favorite voices to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you do, yeah, you do a good Remus and Dumbledore as well, so. 
They, they don't have as much of a, you know, cultural zeitgeist thing because Alan Rickman was just so good that yeah, I that is the, Snape now. Okay, he is Snape. Even when I read, uh, even like right now, I'm listening to Goblet of Fire, um, the, the American version. So Jim Dale is doing it in the car. But even somehow when I'm listening, Jim Dale doesn't do it exactly right. But even I think he's imitating Alan Rickman, not so <laughs> yeah. much, you know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he just, he was so iconic in that. It just, yeah, he, it's pretty amazing. Well, I have a, just because since we're, we're uh, throwing the kudos here, one of the other authors that, of some of the fan fiction that we've covered and stuff, uh, we were talking about something else and he said, I'm really enjoying the podcast you're doing right now. Uh, I don't usually like Snape and Harry as a, you know, uh, as a mentor kind of thing, but I'm really liking this. So there's another one to add to your list there. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I know I've, um, I've recently joined a Facebook group. It's called Home Away from Hogwarts and it's very much a fan fiction and I, they're huge Draco Malfoy fans. So, so I, I, I kind of take it and leave it a little bit. But somebody recently was looking for a, a good de-aging fix. So I was like, oh, I've got one. So I, I hope you get some readers, some new readers from that one. Yeah, I'll have to check the, the read count to see if that actually goes up. But it's kind of yeah. nice. It breaks it down by chapter so you can tell where you lose people, which is also <laughs> why I started writing on potions and snitches. And it was really fun to be like, wow, I really screwed that chapter up because I lost like 10% of my readers. And I was hardcore as a 16-year-old. I just stayed home and wrote fan fiction. My parents probably thought I was really, really weird and boring. <laughs> But yeah, they were probably really happy that you weren't out doing things and they knew where you yeah. were. I think I confused them though. Cause they were the wildest, like two human beings ever, like small towns. Right. So like they were just, they were just crazy. Like seriously, listening to their stories, it's like terrifying. Like, oh man. And then they're like, oh yeah. Hey, remember that one weird like party where so-and-so was burning railroad ties and they'll be like, oh, I was at that one before they even got married. They lived in completely separate towns and yeah anyways point is i was boring and they were just like what why are why don't you leave the house huh? oh, that sure shows me that they were meant to be together uh, if they were oh yeah you know, they were these, wonderful together. these spaces yeah. before oh yeah god bless them all right do people have questions i wrote down a few but i'm willing to let other people go first where did the teaching well, idea come from oh that's totally stolen from like everywhere um, yeah, there's so many de-aging stories and I think I read one like, oh gosh, I don't even know how old I was, like maybe like 13. I read one somewhere and I just, the idea stuck with me and then I just decided to try it out. And yeah, so that's definitely not original at all. That's been taken from so many stories and they all kind of have a different twist. Like a lot of it is potions accidents, which drive me crazy because you get third degree burns first and you know, you probably <laughs> hospital. Anyways, I'm in healthcare. So like I'm no fun when it comes to that, but I wanted to do something a little bit more. I don't know. I, I like to say slightly more original, but I don't know, I'm not sure mm-hmm. how many people have done something kind of like what I did in prisoners, but I, I liked the idea of it being internal versus external, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It was quite honestly, I read a ton of fan fiction, but yours is the first de-aging stories that I came across. And I was like, oh, I like this idea. But, but, and I went looking for it after, but I didn't find anything else that, that my big thing with fan fiction, it, there has to be some plausibility to the story for me to really engage in it. And yours has plausibility. So that's why I, I liked it. I'm glad because, yeah, I can't read something unless it doesn't have like some amount of, you know, I guess reality thrown into it. Mm-hmm. As much reality as you get with magic, anyways. Exactly. 
Yeah, you, I always feel so silly arguing that because it, yeah, it is magic, but it's in this world that we we've, we've all been adopted into. Yeah, there are certain rules that apply, and you have to stay within the rules. Yeah. <laughs> silly, I think but in order a, to do a story with magic, you have to have that balancing, you know, realism and weight to it somewhere. Like if if it's the the rules of the magic itself or the world on the magic or what have you, but there has to be something. Otherwise, it's just you know you're having a story in a holodeck, and mm-hmm. anything happens whenever you say it does. Yeah. It's true. Exactly, I agree with that. One of our sort of standard questions that we like to ask is: Do do you have or do you remember what your writing process was for this story, or do you have a specific one now? Uh, let's see. Um, my favorite writing process is let's mix the two craziest things together and see if it works. Um, like whenever I get really bad at writer's block, I'm just like, okay, so let's think about the least likely thing to happen. Um, and with this one, I'm not sure exactly where this one came from. I, I don't know, like this, I kind of did a bit of that, but oh gosh, it's been so long now. I don't know. Like, I think I just was struck with the image of the sea. I don't know. I had this, just this this image of somebody running out into the ocean and just kind of collapsing like Harry does when he's grieving and, you know, that image. And then also I think the image of of Snape just kind of broken and battered in the dungeon. I don't know. And like, I'm not sure where it came from, but I think it was partly just because like I was grieving at the time, like one of my best friends died that year. And so I needed a way to vent it. And, and I think that's where it came from. And it was just, the ocean was just such a powerful draw to me because mm-hmm. it's just so cold and unforgiving and, and so vast and endless and meaningless in a sense. And I thought it was kind of a good embodiment of grief. So it just kind of sprung from that. And then, See, that's you know, so funny that you say that though, because like I said, I got, I'm, I'm, I live on the beach. So I, I had yeah. the image that you were the beach because I, the beach to me is healing. Yeah. It depends the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but I agree with everything you're saying about it's the vast and but it just to me it it's healing and so that's what I got from your story. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like sort of this duality that it has that it you know kind of brings life, but it also kind of takes. I don't know. I just I was enchanted by it. That's cool. Wow, <laughs> I was just there yesterday. <laughs> At the sea. Uh, my uncle, my 72-year-old uncle, is a huge Goonies fan. So I had to take him to the Goonies house yesterday, and then I took him up up to the fort, because he's also ex-Navy, and then I took him up to the beach where we proceeded to get stuck in the sand until we figured out how to work the four-wheel drive on the Jeep. (laughs) He won't get stuck. It was really, I mean, we were in a parking lot. It wasn't like we'd gone off-roading or anything like that, but I guess that enough sand had blown in that we had parked so he could go down on the beach, and then three cars that had driven behind me had gotten stuck and had to get pushed out. And I was like, well, it'll be fine. We're in the Jeep. It'll be fine. And, yeah, no, it wasn't fine. We got stuck, too. Oh, my gosh. And it's a new-to-me vehicle, so I had no idea how to put it in four-wheel drive, so it took two of us to figure it out. But we managed, and we got out. Like driving in snow. Yeah. Well, sand, snow, I don't know. It's pretty different, but that's my opinion. And we get tons of snow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we don't get much It depends on the snow, too. Yeah. There's more moisture, it clings more. If if it's drier, it's closer to sand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Minus 40 is the worst, though. It just drifts. Yeah. <laughs> None of them are fun really to walk I'm really good in. at drifting around corners in my car. It's the best. 
That's cool. <laughs> scare all the old people as I'm drifting around into Hello? the driveway. You're here, Melinda. Oh. I think she's still here. She's she's coming in and out. So just because we can hear him in the background, what are the budgies' names? Oh, one of them's Mooney and one of them's nice. Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't intend to get a bird and then Sunny showed up on my lawn. That was weird. Mm. And we had another bird show up on our lawn also when I was a kid. So, like, I don't know what it is with us and finding budgies, but it's kind of magic. And Mooney was, hit, you know, we got him because Sunny was lonely. So Nice. Nice. I'm yeah. guessing they're yellow and blue. Yellow uh, and white. Yellow, yeah. And the other is blue. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Nice. Sunny so, and Mooney yeah. seemed about right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It kind of fit. But I just kind of giggled that you guys have a Mooney on the show. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to tell her that she has a bird with the same name. <laughs> we do. It gets very confusing when we're talking about Rena sticks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I, man, yeah. I Yeah. Or Moody. I messed up Moody that, that and Mooney quite a bit. <laughs> That's what we did, too. Yeah, we just have to call him Mad Eye all the time, I guess. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. So when you're writing, do you have a um, like a special? It's funny because when I ask this question, I don't usually have Melinda here, so I always use her as an example. So this will be fun. <laughs> um, uh oh. But like, do you have a special desk? Do you have to have a special food? Do you have to have music? Oh, that kind of see. thing, or is it just uh, do you do you write it out longhand, or do you type it? Ah, well, it's changed over the years. I used to write it all in a notebook because I didn't have a laptop as a teenager, and I was kind of in the closet about writing fan fiction because I just thought people would judge me. I don't know. I was a self-conscious teenager, so I used to write it longhand and then sneak down in the middle of the night (laughs) to steal the computer. But now I actually have a laptop, and I I have to write on my laptop because, like, I've worn, like, the keys down so that it's... Yeah, like, I actually had to get a new laptop because I broke the keyboard on my last one. I wrote, like, I don't know, I saw, I think I added up, it was, like, 300,000 to 500,000 words on that computer. Yeah, and they just laugh at me. They're like, what do you mean you broke the keyboard? Point is, I like, I, I need to be on my computer. I can't borrow one. It'll drive me crazy. And mm-hmm. usually I have to sit down with a cup of tea. And generally, music helps, but... I like to write in the middle of the night, actually, so kind of my favorite time. Most of Prisoners was written in the dead of night because I just didn't sleep that year, pretty much. So if it's a little bit weird, that's partly why. But yeah, these days, though, mostly. those years. Mostly afternoons. Yeah, okay, I'm weird, yeah. But, you know, grief, what do you do? Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like it fits really well with the grief thing. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of a terrible year, so, like, a lot of it was me just kind of venting through, like, novel form. Writing is... is Another reason... I don't share it much because, you know, it's kind of like a diary in some ways. Yeah. Well, it's so cathartic. So I, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It actually annoys me though because like I can't, I have trouble reading Prisoners now because I feel like I didn't do a good job of Hermione losing her parents because like after losing my mother, it's totally not, I didn't do a good job of it because I, I way underemphasized it. Like it, it's terrible and I did a horrid job on it and I, I just can't read it now because of that. But yeah, I think but it, it still comes across. Story though, yeah, yeah. she was definitely sad, but it wasn't. Uh, Hermione losing her parents wasn't the focus of that story. I mean, yeah, that the story all on its own. Yeah. This was another much, story yeah. that as a side plot. So I think it worked fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's some things I've changed, but not too much. It kind of all worked out in the end. So what if, if you do if you have one thing, one <laughs> thing you wish you could change about it? What would be the one like like you can only pick one? What what instantly comes to mind? Oh, that is really hard. Um, I got a laundry list, so... Uh, <laughs> nope, pick one. <laughs> I was going to be kind and say oh, top three. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, split the difference, you can have two. That's how you have to write it. You have to cut, 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 cut. Just give me 
the top one. That's really hard. Um, well, probably I'd change the ending. I hate it. I hate the ending. I absolutely loathe it. I just think it's lame. It's boring. It's stupid. It gets too touchy feely. I just, I just want to delete the whole thing, but I, I wrote it and like, I just couldn't think of anything else. And, you know, I'd spent like weeks and weeks. And I was like, ah, oh, who cares? I'm just publishing. I'm getting rid of this story. I'm done. You know, um, that's probably the number the one thing I would they change. Get the, they get to keep the house, which. Yeah. Well, that, I liked that. I just I didn't like, like the final scenes. I don't know. And I did feel it moved too fast in, in spots, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, here here's confession time for me. I have never read Anne of Green Gables. But oh because of you, I did just purchase it on audiobook. So I will be reading it very soon. Oh, it's just enchanting. I love it. So good. Yeah. I, good when story. I saw it, I said, I just have to pick this up. And it's yeah. not because I never wanted to. It was just that it was never really on my radar. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And then Audible had 495 books. And I was like, ooh. That one, that one. <laughs> well, I hope you like and it. A, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. If uh, I'd known you ha- wanted it, I've got a lot of them, and I've, I haven't touched them ever. So I couldn't do the ones after the first, though. Oh, they got so boring. No offense, I just yeah. couldn't do them. No, I've, I've, I haven't read anything. I don't, I don't even remember reading Anne of Green Gables. I watched the movie, but I. That's a long time ago. Yeah, I don't remember, but I've got, I've got like five of them. I don't know. Well, mm-hmm. I have to listen to. Them. I read my mom's copy. <laughs> it was the you know old beat up green leather. Oh, with the with or, the gold on it, like the gold uh, lettering, the green and gold. Because we have that copy, and it's ours from, like, was a sort of pale green, and I think just darker green oh, okay. or darker black letters. But I'm not yeah, entirely sure. Have, I'd have to ask her. We have a green one with like this gold lettering, and it was an old one of I think my grandma's. It's just beautiful. Thought it was that mm. copy you had. I got excited. Book nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love the way old books smell. Oh man. Yeah. 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 Books are pretty wonderful. Mm-hmm. And typewriters too. I I confess I love typewriters. My mom found me one years ago. Oh yeah. And so like I think actually part of Prisoners might have been written on a typewriter, like a couple scenes for sure. Oh, I think I got it around that so time. Cool. That's very but yeah, cool. no. Oh man, super fun. Other than it wakes everyone in the house if I write in the middle yeah. of the night because yeah. it's. <laughs> yeah. So typewriters yeah. are in now, so you're totally. Oh yeah, yeah. It's too cool, but. Yeah, there's a yeah. shop in the little town I went to college or well grad school in, and it was all chock full of typewriters. And we were like, "How in the world wow. are they still in business?" And they are, and lol. Oh, yeah. Well, it's nice because you can't backspace. And so if you're oh. stuck on a scene, the best thing is to go downstairs where no one can hear you and crank out a scene because you can't backspace. It's really hard to white anything out because it's a pain. So you just keep going and eventually you get enough words that you can just kind of cut stuff and it doesn't matter. But that's also part of my process. Just sometimes just hammer it out and see what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. Sometimes that, that, that makes the best. Mm-hmm. They do make Bluetooth keyboards now that are designed after typewriters so you oh, can have the why? typewriter experience on your computer oh, but what about the smell of the ink and the Wait, way it goes ting, the smell of the ink oh i love the smell of the ink <laughs> i just couldn't i'm sure it'll probably like give me cancer but it just smells so nice uh, anyway total nerd <laughs> it's okay you're talking to a bunch of nerds nothing oh, wrong oh, with that so exciting the let's see what what do you, are there, um, not fan fiction authors? I, again, this, so always so hard for me to say this because we deal in fan fiction all the time and I don't know what to call them. But 
real life authors, secular authors, people that actually write real books? Are, are there uh, <laughs> authors that you real enjoy? <laughs> oh yeah, I got a list. Obviously, J.K. Rowling. But uh, you know, that would yeah, um, expect her to that be. That makes uh, sense. See, I really love Harper Lee, her one novel. But mm-hmm. I, I guess she did write that other one. The have you read know, the other one? Set of Watchmen. Yeah, actually, I enjoyed it. it did you, you like it? Tell it yeah. was less polished, but I, I really liked it. Actually, I, okay. I don't know. I, I just appreciated it. It was kind of a little bit darker in some spots, and yeah, I liked I it. I didn't so know. I'm quite a fan of hers, but yeah, I didn't know what to think of it. I was, you know, yeah, it was weird, but it, it, was, it was weird. I just expected it to be nothing like the other one, and to probably just screw with my head because the characters probably wouldn't match up all that well. But it, and I enjoyed it, so I don't know. But yeah, so Harper Lee, who else? Oh, I like Terry Pratchett. He's just way too funny. Just mm-hmm. solid choice. I feel like I should be able to re- like remember the my favorite books here. My brain's blanking. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> read okay. in a while, actually. Yeah, that often but, happens yeah. when you get a question like this. Oh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, love mm-hmm. that book. I think mm-hmm. it's Eric Mar- Eric Maria Remark or something. I don't know if I can pronounce his name right, but the, oh, I adore that book. I've read it so many times. <laughs> I haven't my read that one. Apart. It's I really, really good. I think when I was a freshman in high school, that yeah. was one of the ones I had to read. <laughs> yeah, well, it's boring in school, but like, oh man, like you sit down and you actually read that book and like, you know, if you know the history, like, yeah, really, I was again. But it's not everyone's cup of tea. I, like, I generally like the books they made us read. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Lucky you. <laughs> Some of them were bad, though. We had this one weird one called, I think it was the something about wind. and I don't know. I can't even remember. It was so bad. But it was about the 1930s. This kid runs away. And, like, I just remember his friend getting run over by a train because he tried to fake his banjo. And I just I just couldn't do that book. And then, like, there's this weird spot where this, like, 13-year-old is lusting after this 30-year-old circus performer. And as a 14-year-old, I was like, oh, my gosh, gross. Put this down. Ugh boys, girls, you, you know, and I just, I hated that book. And that was the only one that I just wanted to throw at a window that they made us read in high school. Wow. Mm. See, I asked this question because then I write down the answers and then I have new things to read. <laughs> Don't read that one, whatever it was called. Uh, I, I can't know, remember. No promises in the wind. Oh, that's what it was. More like no promises of a plot. Anyways, <laughs> rant over. I hated that book so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said that you, you know, this was, Prisoners was an early effort for you and you kind of cringe looking back on it. Are there things that you write now that you're enjoying or something that you are enjoying writing? Or Yeah, pretty much. I, I'm working on a novel actually, but I don't know if it'll go anywhere, but. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that one, but I can't fix the start. It's basically finished, but I just, the, the beginning drives me crazy, but I'll fix it eventually. Do you and then I did actually. Do you write anymore at all? Do you what? write any, do you write oh, fan no. fiction anymore? I don't know. I'd love to, but I just, I don't know. I just got kind of bored with, you know, the same plots, like, but I really love potions and snitches. It's such a wonderful little site that people are amazing. It's a really great, safe place to learn to write. And I just, I had a good readership, but I just, I got bored of, of some, some of the, you know, tropes and stuff like, cause people kind of have a very specific type of story that they like to read. And I'd kind of, you know, gotten a few that were fairly popular, but I just, I was bored of it. So I just moved on to doing, you know, original writing and hoping one day that I can get my novel polished enough to actually send off. And I did actually get a short story published somewhere, which was cool. So congratulations. Good job. Yeah. So that's neat. So we'll see. (laughs) But I might do another story at some point. I, I could see myself writing another one at some point, just not now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I hear you on the writer's block. 
Oh, yeah. Writer's block. Yeah. So. Uh, I know. It's yeah. been two years because I was at school and I couldn't write. I just, my head just wouldn't go oh, to the yeah. place I needed it to go. And now I'm just so freaked out about everything that I'm just like, I can't as much as I want to. Yeah. It's hard just, once you don't write for I'm a while. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of me now. Like, I haven't done as much writing. I was working on something today, I guess, but I just the last year, not so much. But I'm kind of just starting to get back into it because you guys have inspired me, darn it all. Yeah. I'm interested. It kind of felt like a sign from the universe. So, you know, I better get working on my novel. Yeah. We were glad to be inspirational. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. In all your glorious tangents. <laughs> well, that, that brings us to the. You can question. write about anything, we'll still like it. <laughs> That, oh gosh, I don't know. That we uh, put my nails. Oh no, not interesting. <laughs> the question that we always <laughs> ask authors is, "What is it that you were screaming at your computer as we were going along the podcast?" And you're just like, "No, it's not what yeah, I meant." What did we say that really pissed you off? <laughs> oh. oh gosh, you know, I had it. I wrote a few things down, but I went and lost my notebook because I'm just talented oh. like that. But oh, I don't know. Um, that's yeah, that's hard. Uh, well, oh, you know, I think I was, I think I was really annoyed though when you were like, oh, well, why is Hermione here? And I just, I got really annoyed and I don't know why I did, but I just, cause I really enjoyed having Hermione in the story, but I just was so annoyed and I just, yeah, and I ended up throwing her in actually because I had horrible writer's block. I'm like, okay, well, what can we throw in here to just shake things up? You know, throw a bomb in the middle of the room and see what happens. And yeah, and I just, I was just, yeah, that's probably the only thing that made me crumpy, but that's, okay. that's, 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 that's pretty that's minimal. Really and that's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's always something yeah. that does necessarily have to make sense. Please. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember another one. Sorry. Oh, um, great aunt Isabel. Yes, she is actually really, um, stereotypical, but she's totally my uncle in female form. So like it kind of annoyed me because she is exactly like my uncle and, and like there are real people like this. Yes. And, oh, mm-hmm. anyways. And that one bugged me just because she, she was based on a real human being. Only I just swapped the gender and this is what my uncle would be like. He's just a complete, just crazy human, but we love him. He's just really weird and endearing, but also would totally smack someone else's kid if he thought they deserved it. Like he's mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. quite, quite an interesting. I think character. Isabel got a, the short end of the stick just because we didn't have any time to yeah, get I to know her at all. Shat, but I didn't because that was another case of what can we throw in here to screw things up? Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, white tail, I didn't just say my name, nope. okay. <laughs> whatever. It's a common name. That's true. Yes. But yeah. So that's probably the list for things that annoyed me really. I'm, pretty laid back so most of us like yeah i totally agree you're right that was bogus you know (laughs) even if it didn't come come across completely we we all i think really enjoyed this story yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's been fun to listen to yeah most of our complaints come down to we would like to there to be more of it (laughs) yeah yeah. i I, I always felt that like I wanted after Order of the Phoenix, it's why I started writing fan fiction. Even I wanted to grieve for Sirius, yeah. and I didn't think Canon ever gave us a goodbye, a real you know. Mm-hmm. Harry never really dealt with it, so so I always felt like as a reader, I never got to really deal with it. So I always look back for stories that'll let me just go through the process of losing Sirius. So I think that's <laughs> what I appreciated the most. Yeah, I totally appreciate that. It's funny because I actually I've never read the ending of Order of the Phoenix more than twice, even though I've probably read the book 15 times because I was so destroyed over Sirius. So when you mentioned that you just wanted to grieve for Sirius, I so appreciated that. I was just like, absolutely. <laughs> amen. You know, I'm sitting alling in my kitchen and the birds are going, what are you doing? 
But yeah, I re- totally I've been agree. recently going through, I told you I was listening to Goblet of Fire now, and I'm for, for some reason I'm listening to the books, but I'm going in reverse order. I don't even know how it started or why. It doesn't matter. But I'm yeah. listening to the books on tape, but in the reverse order for the first time. And so Order of the Phoenix. But that one scene after Sirius dies with Dumbledore and Harry, I think that has to be one of the most powerful scenes in the whole book. Yeah. And I can't tell you how angry I got with the filmmakers. Like, how could you have yes. not oh. put this in? This is like the most intense scene in the entire series. And, it, yeah. and they just skipped it. I was so frustrated. Me too, actually. I'm glad you agree. Cause I was, <laughs> I was so angry over that because like, first off, I mean, I thought that it was important that Harry was seen grieving and kind of freaking out because um, teenagers are known to freak out. And sometimes it's okay. Like, you need to have emotions. Yeah, and I really think that they just, they just paved this over that. And, like, it was a huge deal for Harry. Oh, yeah. And and uh-huh. I just remember really identifying that as a teenager reading that. And be like, okay, like, see, Harry has moments, too. Like, I'm not a crazy person, you know. Like, And that, I think, was a really big missed opportunity. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just as I was listening to it, I was like, well, "What, what, what were they thinking not to include this?" I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the one problem with um, book to movie adaptations is we usually don't have enough time for the fans of the book to become movie producers before the movies get made. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the sure. problem. Just well, I'm sure they'll do remakes. For, for the movies, they try to you know they add, obviously add a lot more action in even more but but as good as an action scene can be though those dramatic moments are what makes a movie too and this was Mm -hmm. this was a huge dramatic moment yeah i'm hoping there's a harry potter like mini series in a few years and like they go back and do like a a tv show or a netflix show or something and then they have time to to explore these moments that they couldn't fit in a two-hour movie I want a Game of Thrones like TV series, like every season is one book, so we oh, get seven awesome. years guaranteed, yeah. and, and every season is a book, so we could get it Although all. In hopefully, there. I would love that. hopefully less nudity than Game of Thrones. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, that would be yeah. a yeah. lavender brown yeah. yeah. Hogwarts. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe was bad enough without a shirt. No thanks. I just. Oh. Well, yeah. But yeah, series would be awesome. Extra Moni Myrtle in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, let's be realistic. They're in a boarding school and hormonal. True. So there probably actually would be a lot if you really go into it. But, mm. Yeah. yeah. Don't. Alex, don't eat that. You're eating that. He just pulled a whole thing of hair out of himself. And my mother's arriving with my dinner. Thank you. Thanks for dinner. It smells You're good. Welcome. Yeah, it looks really good. Oh, it does. Okay. Everybody went out to dinner oh, without me. have a me. dramatic door. Yeah, I have a dramatic door. What was that? Thank Dave. Thank Dave. Okay, again? All right. That sounds like a yowling cat. Just the hinges on the door. When, when yeah, we, it makes me wish I had WD-40. Yeah, sorry. It's really good around Halloween time. Ooh, I bet. It's very creepy. Yeah. Uh... We had planned on going out to dinner tonight because the pub that I wanted my uncle to go to was only open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm. And oh. then we planned the podcast, and I was like, well, I can't go. Oh. <laughs> so I'm I made so it. sorry. That's okay. Uh. So I made them bring me back uh, some. So this is uh, macaroni and cheese that's been, like, fried on the griddle, so it's crispy on Ooh. the outside. Oh. 
It's called a Big Daddy. Weird, but good. And I've never... It's a strange name. I know. Eaten at this place, but I've heard all of my friends go because they're all foodies and they enjoy beer, which I don't. But my uncle, as I told you, the moonshiner, he likes beer. So we sent him out to the pub so he could try some good Oregon beer. (laughs) But I'll wait and won't eat on the podcast. I'll behave. Oh, surely, but he does something they aren't supposed to. You're reminding me of the uh, our local board game store. Well, uh, board game cafe, really, is what they are. Um, They have various different food things there that you can get while you go and play games and stuff. And the last time I was there, I guess the second last time, because the last time they were closed for a specific event, but they introduced a new thing called uh, deep-fried macaroni poppers or something like that. I forget what exactly they call them. But it's like... It's macaroni and cheese, but then breaded in a little thing. So you have, you have like a little triangle, um, kind of like a, I don't know, is it samosas or something like that? But it's little, it's macaroni and cheese inside. And then you just sort of dip it in ketchup or whatever you choose to dip it in or nothing. And you have this little crunchy macaroni and cheese experience. It's strange, but good. <laughs> oh, sounds good. Oh, quit making me hungry. Sounds so good. <laughs> Uh, I love macaroni and cheese. Total weakness. Actually, craft dinner, admittedly, it's terrible, but I just, I live off of it. It's so Apparently, weird. it's bad for you. They found something in it that's not good oh, for you. Oh, blah, blah, blah. oh there's bad there's stuff in everything. I've had this actual like craft dinner, land. I don't everything. think. Wait, you've never had craft dinner and you're Canadian? <laughs> yeah. Did I I've had macaroni and cheese a lot, but we just don't buy KD. <laughs> What? What's wrong with Albertans? That's so weird. <laughs> I think it's oh, my family in particular. <laughs> it's not oh, I, most not Albertans. Much. But, yeah. I like craft pants until Annie's came along. We we've switched over to Annie's. I yeah, Annie's are good too. I don't think they have. We that just make ours with actual cheese instead of powdered yeah. orange things. I do that sometimes too, but there's just something kind of weirdly comforting about craft dinner. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I, I, I if it's a thing you're used to as a kid, one. it becomes yeah, a food. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's weird. And it's and quick and easy to make, food. which is always key sometimes. Oh yeah, I used to I do that eat with it grilled cheese sandwiches. Well, I doctor my craft macaroni and cheese. I like it with peas and hot dogs or ham chunks in it. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. I never thought to do peas. Well, I like peas in my pasta. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, tuna casserole, it's delicious. Yeah, yeah, I do that with my salmon casserole because it was, or I think it was originally a tuna casserole recipe. I just didn't like the taste of tuna, so I made it with salmon. And then it was it was supposed to be tuna and mushroom soup and your pasta, and I didn't have either of those things. So I made <laughs> salmon and white sauce and threw peas in for the extra texture, and it worked. <laughs> What's a tuna casserole? What? Oh, no. It's tuna. Oh, you go ahead. You explain if you'd like. It's when you make a pasta of some kind, usually macaroni or like the um, floppy bow tie pasta or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then you make a sauce for it that's probably thicker than you would normally use as a sauce uh, out of tuna and put it in a casserole disc and put some some sort of melty and or crunchy thing on top of it and cook it that way to make that crispy. That's generally mushroom soup. It's good. See, I miss out on American staples because my mother doesn't cook them. So I miss out on things like, oh, what is it for Thanksgiving? Um, um, Basically anything can be a casserole if you throw a bunch of stuff in a dish and cook it. You can call it a casserole. You can call it a casserole, (laughs) yeah. That's true. Pretty much. 
So I think it was during your podcast that we talked about creamed tuna and peas on toast. And, yeah, I remember that. And other things like that that none of them had ever heard of. So I yeah. hadn't either, but I have to try it now. It's, I have yeah, to try it. Pretty good. Sounds really good. I love cream peas. <laughs> your state so, oh made a really good grilled cheese. I do remember oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we ha- I had to look up the Benny and June um, actual clip. There's nothing. I wanted to put it in so bad, but there's no dialogue. It's just him <laughs> putting the grilled cheese on the ironing board and putting the iron on it and just cooking it. There was no way to make that into a clip. <laughs> but I did sit there and watch it and say, see, I was right, Benny and June. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just listen to the sizzling sound. <laughs> it just, it wasn't going to work. Yeah. Well, more That's, questions? It was a lot of fun. I liked that you addressed the Dursleys, too. I always, yeah. they, they're one of my pet peeves. I always, I can't ever quite get over my irritation with the Dursleys, so I, oh, yeah. I like that you addressed that, too. I'm glad. It was so heartbreaking, abusive. those scenes. Gary would have been way more screwed up. Like, honestly, they're so abusive. They mm-hmm. really are. They really, pretty much half the wizarding world, if not more, needs to go see a counselor. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I kind of like the, they're usually played comedically, but I like the fix where they, they go to some other portion of the culture, whether it's, you know, Australia or the States or whatever, and uh, somebody comes across them and is like, why are you kids not more screwed up? <laughs> <laughs> magic, magic. Yeah. Why did anybody call DHS? Yeah. Well, I'm but, glad you like you know, that. Like, Kate, when people don't, you know, acknowledge the jerseys, they're like, oh, whatever. Like, it's all fine. And yeah, big problem. Yeah. No, no. The, 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 he could have been they're a whole a fairy lot more screwed tradition. up than he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Dursleys well, are the Harry Potter version of the evil stepmother. So they're, they're not yeah. meant oh, yeah. to be real people. <laughs> Well, and she literally swings frying pans at him. Like, it mentioned yeah, in the book. I and, know like, you it, know, I know she's hit him at least once. And it's just like, mm-hmm. like in what world yeah, is that considered him, good parenting? Him dragging Harry in by the hair. I'm sorry, oh. but this is not not, not just a, a one-time thing. Yeah, yeah or yeah. Uncle Vernon choking him. I'm pretty sure there's a scene somewhere. I just can't remember. Cause it, was. Order of, it was Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Or, or Harry's comment in, I'm pretty sure it was Order. You know, you need more than... Whatever it was to liaise with my uncle, more of a good sense of when to duck. Yes, yeah. he did say that, and he also said something about he learned a long time ago to stay out of Vernon's arm span or something. Yeah. Like, Come on, yeah, yeah. They locked him I in read the closet. A very good thing. Uh, and they starved him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The malnutrition even is is abusive enough. Yeah. I think it was within the last week I read a Tumblr post that somebody had copied and linked somewhere of um, Lily in the afterlife just ripping into Petunia when she found out. Oh, that was what I shared, yeah. I would love to see that scene. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. With with me arguing over the fact that Harry wasn't supposed to go to Petunia. That was yeah. not part of the oh, yeah, plan. I know. They totally yeah. broke the law with that one. But had it but... been the reverse for any reason, had Lily been the one to get Dudley, she, she would have. it would have been a completely different story for Dudley. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I do like the fix that we've read occasionally where either Vernon or Petunia actually gives their head a shake and becomes a better person and actually does right by him. But it, mm-hmm. it takes, it takes some doing to make that happen because yeah. as they are, they just aren't. You know. Yeah. I, I like the ones much better where they get some come up inside. I don't buy redemption for them. 
usually if they're going to, it happens when he's actually quite young and some, uh, some major event happens. Like the one, the one I read where it was Petunia, it was like Vernon dies in a car accident and now she has to raise them both or something like that. And she just en- ends up treating them more equally just because it's easier. <laughs> <laughs> that and, makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Or there's, there's the one where like, it's at the Ver, Vernon dies and then is basically going to go to hell and has the chance to go back and be a better person. And then oh. we get to see how Harry lives when Vernon's a better person. And oh, wow. Yeah. That'd be an interesting. Wait, was that a better man or was that something else? That's a better man. Yes. That's the one I'm thinking oh, of. I got to yeah. read that one. Sounds. I was perfect. just going to the website to look it up because I was yeah, like, it's I pretty don't good. Which one that's called. Huh? It has its own problems and illogical bits and stuff, but it's, oh, yeah. it's a good good fic. All fan fiction is somewhat illogical. Prisoners is no no exception. There's a few parts that's like, that's what? Okay. And I look back and read. kind of makes me laugh, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Editing Speaking needs of, it. That, Speaking of Harry's childhood, um, was there any particular reason you decided to de-age him to, what was it, four? Uh, I don't know. I, just, I think four-year-olds are hilarious. That was part of the reason. <laughs> but also... Um, I don't know, just like thinking of how four-year-olds in general are, they just kind of are these little fountains of emotion. Like they just, whatever they want, they want it then. And they just kind of freak out whenever they're, you know, having a problem. And I, I kind of wanted to get Harry to an age where he had to express emotion, which was the whole point of, mm-hmm. you know, this survival magic, you know, getting him kind of stuck there. And so that was mainly why I chose it was, you know, the emotional component of it. And it's funny. I had way too much fun. I just giggled softly to myself while writing many portions. So I'm glad you guys thought it was yeah, funny, well, too. Because you, I, you giggle when you read it because it's just, yeah. especially, I mean, I, I I have three sons of my own, so I could very much yeah. remember certain scenes and things like that. So, yeah, it worked really <laughs> yeah. well. Yeah, it was fun. As a preschool teacher, yeah, it resonated with me as well. It, so A Better Man was season six, and we did do a author interview with him. Hmm. So Valen, Valender, or some such thing like that. We're terrible at names. Yes. Why tell yes, me? Thank you for it. having an easily pronounceable <laughs> name. Because <laughs> some of them are terrible. Oh yeah. Well, I wanted something simple, and also we have a lot of white-tailed deer around here, so mm-hmm. kind of why nice. I chose it. Yeah, I saw a mama with twins last week. Oh. I haven't seen her since, but. <laughs> It's ominous way to end that sentence. Oh, I'm sure she's around. She, they, oh, yeah. We try to keep them out of our garden. Oh, yeah. They're kind of pests. But uh, they hang out down the road a little bit more. I'm sure somebody, they were in the field the other day because there were two people that were walking that were just staring into the field as I was driving by. And I was like, the fawns must be out there. I just can't see them while I'm driving. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they were there. That's my story, anyhow, because I don't want anything to have happened to them. Yeah. Did you ever catch that panther or whatever was wandering around your yard? Yeah. Bobcat. You had a bobcat. bobcat. That's you know. right. Actually, I think we were doing this story when that was happening. Yeah, yes. I remember listening to that. Yes. No, we never did catch the bobcat. Mm-hmm. But we haven't lost any more chickens that we're aware of, so. That's good. We've chased it away. Mm-hmm. Now, if I could Wait just... Till- Sorry, sorry, Sue. I go, didn't mean go, to interrupt. Go, go, go. Uh, Dumbledore. What are you? Are you more of a Dumbledore fan or more of a thinking he's like a bit Machiavellian or 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 where where do you stand on on Dumbledore? Canon Dumbledore. I like him. 
And I really like that J.K. Rowling actually made him more flawed because mm-hmm. I didn't like Dumbledore as much in the earlier books until they revealed his past. And I actually, mm. I can stomach him more as someone who's human because before he just kind of seemed perfect and this blundering, wonderful old man. And I just, I really liked that, you know, that he had flaws. And so, like, I kind of, in my stories, I, I like to, you know, try and keep Dumbledore fairly real. Like, he means well. He just you know, has blind spots. And, and I think that he sometimes gets too caught up in the future versus what's actually happening now, like keeping Harry at the Dursleys. He was thinking only of, well, in the future, he needs to fight Voldemort. And, you know, like it, he needed to focus more on what was happening at the time. And anyways, I tried to reflect that because I, I do enjoy Dumbledore's character. Cool. That's a, yeah. I, I generally, I, I like Dumbledore myself. I think, I think he meant well. I don't think his decisions were all, you know, I get frustrated with yeah. him because I think he, he was so busy protecting the forest that he was not noticing how many trees were getting yeah, damaged. Pretty much, right? But but yeah. but I do like Dumbledore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's a cool answer. Well, yeah, and people yeah. make him evil. It's weird, like totally evil. It's like he's not like Voldemort. Come on, people. No, he's not evil. He was just human. Yeah. You know, they they made him out to be the greatest wizard ever, but he was still human. Yeah. yeah. So he's well, I think still... I liked that so mm-hmm. much because he was so human. But the he greatest. He had too many jobs. Yeah. He managed to rise to his level of incompetence, <laughs> just higher than most people's. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think he was in management? Well, it's like that, he couldn't do the job. Uh, it's like that quote about like how his mistakes tend to have bigger consequences. I forget what the exact line yes. is. You're, you're, yeah, you're right. It's, he said that to Harry. I do remember that. Speaking of Dumbledore, have you seen the uh, Fantastic Beasts movie? Oh, yeah. I yes. loved it. Oh, my yeah, gosh. I was sitting and pointing out all the different beasts because I read the Fantastic Beasts book as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, like, I memorized it because I was a nerd. And, oh, man, I, I had way too much fun. Too. Oh, it's a Niffler. Look, it's a Niffler. And blah, blah, blah. I wanted yeah. Niffler. I liked it. <laughs> loved it you don't really. You don't <laughs> no, I want I, I They'll want destroy to your house. They'll like destroy they need, your house. They need to. They need to make like stuffed animal nifflers. <laughs> I know. I actually made a Christmas tree ornament of a niffler. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. quite cute. I used that would actually work pretty actually. well. They could do the same thing they do with like those slightly reversible um, stuffed kangaroos, where they have the giant pouch that you put things yeah. in, mm-hmm. or make like a niffler backpack so you can put, <laughs> do it. Put all your stuff oh, in. Oh, you need to pack oh that, Scott. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea, Scott. I have to get Although I, I think Warner Brothers would have a Niffler jewelry box. You'd have to get that okay I've, first. Yes. I've read someone's um, homebrew content of Nifflers as a Dungeons and Dragons creature. And it's like <laughs> you it works like a sized down bag of holding. Like you can put oh this much shiny things within your Niffler. <laughs> Until it walks away on you. At least a bag of holding yeah. usually stays with you. <laughs> All right. I think what actually what they did is like if you if you shake shake the Niffler, you have to roll a D10 or a D12 or something, and these are the things that you get out of it, depending on what you roll. <laughs> what is it, dexterity in case it bites you or something? Like, uh, it's, it's just it's it's a just it's like a loot table kind yeah, of thing. Oh but yeah, right. Okay, do, I get it. If you roll a six, you get a tiny gold bar. If you roll a um, twelve or oh, something, yeah. it was like a. Um, you get some very shiny but worthless little things, or you get this many gold pieces, or whatever else. Gosh. Um, yeah. All right, I need to add an Niffler to my campaign, and I can uh-huh. see this. Yeah, no, I got to do this too. <laughs> yeah, I will find the sheet for you. I think it was on the Critical Role group somewhere. So, of course. 
Of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt this white tail. It's been lovely. I have a 10:30 pickup of my son though, That's so fine. I have to, I totally have to go run and get him. Can't stay much longer go get him. Yeah, I need I'm to eat sorry, my, my dinner. Oh, don't worry, Melinda. You were. I'm happy you were able to make the time to come. And, yeah, it was yeah. Here for me. Some insightful questions. Yeah, I enjoyed them. It was awesome. I really enjoyed meeting you. I really enjoyed your story. So. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, thank well, you very much. Thank but, you so uh, much. This yeah. is my last one who's not a driver, and I promised I'd pick him up at 1030, so I got to go. <laughs> All right. Drive safely. <laughs> All right. Bye, Melinda. Bye, Melinda. Bye, everybody. Have a great night. I need to leave myself a note. I need to return her last chapter. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. wait to read that. Yeah, I don't know. Wait till, were you able to hear what she was saying while you were trying to get your mic fixed? Uh-huh. Not really. It was kind of a mad dash like, through all my electronics, so I missed it. She said, I'm glad you saved me. I'm I'm trying to write a sex scene, and I'm not doing very well. Oh, you know what? I think I caught that because I was like, oh, wow, my, my volume's turned up really loud. I'm glad the window's not open. <laughs> I heard that, yeah. Sex scenes are so awfully hard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I, oh, I made the mistake trying to write one for my novel, and I just, it's just terrible. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Get it eventually. I am unlikely to ever write one. It's certainly not now. I can do precursors. <laughs> like that's the sort of thing you need at least a little experience for. <laughs> I suppose. But we... Well, I don't know. I know. Some people seem to write them with zero experience. But sometimes I was it's really that too. Like it's more that's fun true. almost if you have none. Because it's like, oh man, like what is happening I, here? I know that you've got 12 year olds who have no idea what oh, they're yeah, doing. It's like, oh, I haven't even had any education on this, but this is how it works. I swear. I heard it from yeah. someone. Yeah. I mean, I guess with Harry Potter and various other uh, fan series, you can at least throw some magic in there and pretend that helps. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? There are probably sex-related charms, knowing wizards. Oh, yeah, or potions. But, oh, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that would just be dangerous. Just read a little uh, Antasha. You'll learn all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, that's generally not an area I go to with Harry Potter. That's also why I wrote on potions and snitches, because I, I really got sick of running into all these really weird Draco and Harry, like, love trysts. So I just got oh, so sick of yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, I'm sick of accidentally clicking onto this thinking it's going to be like something good. And then it's like, oh, okay, Harry and Draco are doing something they shouldn't in the shower in Hogwarts. I was like, no. No, Anyways. no, we don't want to see that. You yeah. Get the brain bleach back out. Ah. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, yeah. It's just, oh, Harry and Draco. No, that never yeah. happened. Like, that annoys me in general. It's like yeah. in, any two characters that hate each other and yell a lot must happen. secretly want to bone. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't even know. But uh, Although I wouldn't be surprised if Draco was gay. Just saying. He's kind of pompous. Like, you could kind of see it, but... Yeah. Anyway, it's another tangent. Indeed. There's all sorts of tangents in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, so many. Any sort of directions. Yeah, that's true. You can find whatever you're looking for. I remember when my nephew was really young, he said, Is there... I can't even remember what he said, like Dobby Voldemort. And I was what? like, I'm sure there oh. is. And I typed it in and I went, yep, look. Oh. And he's like, ah, you yeah. know, and he was yeah. just amazed and he doesn't read any of it. So, you know, but oh. it was yeah. like, I'm sure you can find just about anything you tried to find. Although some of those that we've, we've looked at like that, it'll say it's such and such and such and such and you read it. 
And they just put it in there to get people to read it, and the story's not about any of that. Oh, so, weird, yeah. yeah. I've never done that. There yeah. was something, I can't remember, it was during a Christmas episode that we were looking up that, you know, had nothing to do with whatever the title was and whatever it said it was. I think someone I know read, like, a, a Dumbledore Hagrid one once, and I, I never asked them what it was, but they, they said it was just atrocious. I don't know. Yeah. I heard anyway. Too funny. Dumbledore and anyone, that's, there's there's very few people of his generation around to yeah. ship him with. It just doesn't really work. Yeah. I've, like, I've seen like some... McGonagall and Dumbledore, yeah. like, the age difference is actually really quite scary, if you ask me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get the It works okay that. when they're teachers and have been teachers for years, but he was, you yeah. know, he was her he teacher at Hogwarts, so he's like, at least, just... like, 20 or 30 years older than he, she is. Yeah. Yeah. 75 years older than her. Not that we knew that. Yeah, but yeah. still, it's like, just, I don't know. It doesn't really work for me. Yeah. No. Well, and I just, like, Dumbledore's gay, too, and I just I get annoyed because, like, now that we know Dumbledore's gay, like, why do you have to keep writing with McGonagall? I don't know. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Melinda anyway, did. Right. Melinda wrote Dumbledore and McGonagall, but that really? was before we knew that Dumbledore was yeah, gay. Yeah, which, you know. And it was yeah. one of those things where it was, like, he had died, and she was like, I'm going to miss you, and everybody went, what? They're together? That's oh. snuck up upon us. You know, it was well, kind that's of a, kind of a fun way to do it. it yeah, like, it was a it's all in how you do it. It's you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've read a couple where uh, she has a husband outside of Hogwarts, and it just comes up at random at some point, and all the students are like, "What? McGonagall's <laughs> married?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that story. Mm-hmm. I mean, you always do that with teachers, like yeah, even they in don't college, live at the school. It, like, it was I just like. <laughs> Wait, you have a life like me, God, the worst was when you'd run into them either at the pub or the gay club in town and you'd just be like, Oh God, hi. Yeah. <laughs> See you on Monday, Professor. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with Harry in this story, just his realizations that Snape is a human being. It was oh, yeah. so much fun. Because you just don't think that your teachers have lives, right? And then right. you meet them no. and it's like, whoa, like what what are you wearing? Like it's it's not like teacher clothes, huh? You know, yeah. it's yeah, it's funny. I actually saw something just today while I was um, going through things waiting for this that uh, sort of as a response to everybody's theory about how uh, beloved childhood TV shows are actually some dark and twisted thing or uh, these things are all in the imagination of one of the other characters or something like that. Um, They're like, I'm now going to take all the dark and gritty shows and uh, reimagine them as something yeah. to do with the kids. Like uh, Breaking Bad is actually the fan fiction his students all write about him because they can't imagine what he does all day. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you read Imgur because I totally saw that the other day and I just laughed. <laughs> Yeah. I think it was on that Facebook, was actually. Somebody okay, I, was on, I read that on Imgur. It was so funny. Yeah, I wouldn't but be yeah, I liked that Breaking Bad one. was great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Game of Thrones is actually a D&D campaign where the DM is just determined to kill everybody. (laughs) I can see that. My dad my dad and I caved and we're using the 30-day free child HBO because we're so desperate to watch. (laughs) I have not seen a single episode. Me neither. So, so, so good. No spoilers either. I'm not caught up yet, so. (laughs) I've been slow. I feel like I need somebody to go through and edit it down for me, because there are things that I would probably enjoy, but the books themselves were gritty enough. I'm not sure I actually want to see all the death and dismemberment. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I just can't sit long enough to watch all of it. Oh, my gosh, I don't do TV to stand Mm -hmm. when I write. I just can't sit. Oh, 
Well, that's a, an interesting thing that to know is that you stand to write. That's yeah, majority of the time. Yeah, I just yeah, started I just, doing I that, and I can't do it for long. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. Like you have to have a good cushion under your feet, though. Like I got a nice mat and stuff, and mm-hmm. and it's good. But yeah, it's not everyone's cup of tea. I just I'm a restless creature. Well, plus it's better for you too, more. physically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it could be. Yes. Do you have a higher desk to put your? Uh, I'm just the kitchen island, or? usually. I take over the kitchen ah. in the middle of the night. But uh, we did put a little shelf up in the sewing room that I go up to, so that's nice. I know some people have actually designed desks that you can, you know, fold in such a way that you can sit at them or you can stand up yeah. and unfold them. and then they. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look cool, but I'm kind of afraid of them because my desk is usually just a complete hot mess. Like, it's awful, mm-hmm. the amount of crazy yeah. stuff. Like, if I moved it, like, it would just be... Everything oh, man, just be on be the awful. floor. It just, it's like the room of requirement, my desk, and it just would <laughs> just collapse if I tried yeah. to raise any kind of fancy desk. So I'm better off moving between surfaces so they don't get too cluttered. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That way, otherwise you you wouldn't find anything either. Oh, oh I still don't find anything. Oh, okay. it's awful. I lose my keys all the time. I have to stick them on the fridge with a magnet. Oh, there's an idea. Oh yeah, well it works. Is I always go to the fridge for a snack when I get home because I usually bike to work and stuff. So it's like, oh, awesome. And then they're always there. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's, it took me years to come up with something so I wouldn't lose my keys. Now I only lose them about you know ten percent of the time versus ninety percent. <laughs> I call that effective. That is. Yeah. Well, that's so, great. I just wish we had, like, actual wands so I could just go, like, Accio Keys. Accio Keys. I've said before, if I had to choose one spell, that would probably be the one. If oh, I couldn't yeah. choose, like, Apparition or something. But... Yeah. Yeah, Apparition sure would be nice. Yeah, be I don't good. know. I'd probably get sick and or splinch myself. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. It's not. It's not described as being very comfortable. No. Yeah. Mm. But I would rather be uncomfortable for six seconds as opposed to two hours and get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. True. And the people that are already car sick, you know, it's the same difference. <laughs> it's a shorter amount of time. I guess, yeah. I'd probably be fine with operation because I just don't, like, I don't get motion sick at all. Like, and my brother was the exact opposite. We could, he couldn't go on swings without puking. It drove me crazy. He was no fun. But yeah, and then there's me, like, you can hang me upside down. I'm good. And yet I walk on an elevator and I get so dizzy that for like 10 minutes after I'm bumping into walls, but I don't feel nauseous. It's weird. So apparition would probably be my shtick. I think I'd like it. My, my uncle that's here, uh, was a dive instructor and they were talking about who lives in Florida, lives in Key West at the moment. Uh, they were talking about different people that he's taught and he, they talked about the one guy and, you know, he got seasick every time they went out, but he got really good at just pulling out the, the mouthpiece, puking into the ocean and getting it back into his mouth without joking. It's like, you must really enjoy deep sea diving to be able to go down and be puking while you're swimming down there. It just does not sound good. Wow. Oh, I just feel like that's just chumming for sharks. That's exactly what I said. Oh, Oh, wow. Well, that's not gross at all. I have a thing about puke, but I I remember, like, I caught a snake as a kid, and it threw up a mouse on my feet. Ooh, lovely. One thing that grosses me out is puke. Well, Which that's is ironic because I'm in healthcare. I'd be okay with puke. Because the podcaster that's not here for this, Trisha, yeah. 
uh, who her kind favorite of got, thing in stories is vomit. Is vomit. Oh. She loves it when they vomit. So Why? oh yeah, I can only like honestly, I can only stand it in writing. Like mm-hmm. I'm okay with it in writing, but I just I used to be genuinely phobic. Like I'd have like I just would just freak out as a kid. I don't know, but I'm over it. No, I, still well, just kind I was of gonna say you her. have to be over it if you're in healthcare. Oh yeah, I'm I'm much better about it. But it's but it's funny because I'm fine if I'm at work, but if I'm at home and something pukes, a dog, a child, I just can't do it. It's like mm-hmm. just don't make me clean it up. I don't want to look at it, and yet like it's like I don't know. It's weird. It's like I, when I expect it, it's okay. But if I'm somewhere I don't expect it, it freaks me mm-hmm. out. It's like yeah. how I can be fine with blood, broken bones. I don't know. But well, see, you know, I'm like that because I trained to be an EMT. Oh yeah. Um, and blood, I can deliver your baby, but don't give me anything dental related. Teeth. Oh, me too. Wig me oh, out. Just, oh, they're yeah. awful. They're gross. And yeah. Ugh, yeah. So I know. I I, I get you on this one. <laughs> But I, yeah, with preschool teacher, we deal with vomit and other bodily fluids. Oh yeah, lot, oh so. and children just—they just there's no warning. They just suddenly they look at you and then blah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't like about children, but you know. <laughs> yeah. oh, well. Quick, somebody come up with another question so we don't end the podcast oh, yeah, on yeah. vomit and blah. Yeah, no, please. Yeah, and I should probably go pretty quick, but like no yeah. questions for it. Uh, let's see. I asked that one, I asked that one, I asked that one, I asked that one. What's your favorite thing to look for in stories? When you're, if you're looking for a story to read, what do you go for? Oh, like, like, are we talking fan fiction? Are we talking like actual novels? Whichever. Either one or both. (laughs) Um, for fan fiction, I go for something that's believable and generally kind of dark. I like darker stuff, um, but for like regular writing. Honestly, I look for good characters. Like, I'll read almost anything as long as the character is, like, you feel like they're alive, if that makes sense, you know? Because you can Mm -hmm. carry almost no plot on the back of a really interesting character, but you cannot carry a plot on a dry, boring character. So that's generally the number one thing. With fan fiction, I'm a bit looser because I know that, like, like a lot of them, A, are established, and B, they're, you know, people aren't quite as skilled as people who have, you know, studied for years for writing or have been spending years on one novel, you know, so I kind of just, I have lower standards for fan fiction, so I mostly just go for, you know. You kind of have to to survive. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, even the punctuation just makes me want to cry some days. Yeah. Yeah, I've got six that I can't read because, like, the whole thing is centered or... Semicolons, oh my gosh, people learn semicolons. Anyways, I guess I can't talk because I was terrible with all of this when I started, but I just... Mm-hmm. Takes me the story. Fan fiction yeah. is good. Eventually, you learn. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it taught me so much. I mean, but yeah. Other than I, I'm just gonna complain about Americans just for a second. I'm so sorry. That's but, right. Um, when, when people from the states complain about me misspelling something because I've used the Canadian or British spelling, it drives me nuts. Like, there are two spellings. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. English, but I'm Canadian and Harry Potter's British, so I'm going to use those spellings. And if you don't know that that one exists, then I'm sorry. Like, have you ever read Harry Potter? Anyways, it just, it makes me mad because I've, I've had a few people go like, oh man, you can't spell. And it's like, oh, please don't make me call you out on this. But yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, I've it's had just to... like, oh my gosh, people. Drives me nuts. It's my pet. I've had to deal with that because I've got my library office set to British English. Oh yeah. And half the time, I, I mean, I can't tell certain words how they're spelled our way and the British way anymore. So, like, color will always have a U for me. Center is R-E. You know, gray, I can never yeah. remember which way we spell it. So it's gotten to the point 
where most of my spelling is British, oh, yeah. which is yeah. wrong in the States. So I'm getting, I'm, I'm probably being paranoid here, but I've got the feeling that people are reading my emails like, this kid doesn't know how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's not that I don't know how to spell, I'm just not yeah. spelling. Yeah, rules. Yeah. yeah. yeah and we You're just using the Queen's English. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I saw actually a good mnemonic for the gray thing the other day is that in England, which starts with an E, it's spelled with an E. In America, which starts with an A, it's spelled with an A. Ah, yeah, there well, you yeah go. that makes sense. But in America, we do spell it both ways. It's predominantly spelled oh, yeah. with the A, but you can. You do? Mm-hmm. No, yes. Yeah. And oh. in Canada, explicitly, you can spell it whichever way you want because yeah, we have it both. Really matter. <laughs> it was weird on a spelling test as a kid because you could put either one and they'd just be like, oh, whatever, it's right. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 50-50 chance, you're right. We need more okay. words like that because I don't spell at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, true. Yep. But, all right. Yeah, I should probably go pretty soon. Yeah, we should. I have to go walk the dog yeah, and everything probably else. Wrap up, and I have to work soon tomorrow. So. Oh, yeah. And we don't yeah. want to keep you up too late. So. Oh, and yeah, I got to go eat this good. wonderful meal that I just found yeah. has a brisket in the middle of it. Ooh. Ooh. Well, well. Brisket. A brisket. Uh, oh, very nice. I've never actually had brisket, I don't think. It's or, no, that's good. not true. I did have, there was some place we went within the last couple of months, we went somewhere that was like a barbecue place and they had the, the sample platter. So there was like pieces of brisket and pieces of pulled pork and pieces of some other thing. But uh, that's the closest I've gotten. I've never had an actual like meal served where brisket was the thing. Oh, I did that earlier this month. We were up at the cabin and we had like eight of us. And most of them are young men, so we we had quite the brisket. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. It was scary how much they eat. I'm like, this could feed me for a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Whitetail, for joining yeah, us. You're welcome. And, yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Not pulling out your hair as we talked about <laughs> your story. <laughs> oh no, it was it was actually mostly really enjoyable. Like. Any comments I have are just completely nitpicky. It was so much fun to listen, and I actually made a lot of jam while I was listening. That's what I did. I'd, you know, get my cherries boiling, and I'd listen to the podcast. So it was just, it was awesome to be able to sort of giggle along with you guys. And oh, yeah, great, okay. nice. Well yeah, and I'm glad we finally mm-hmm. got to like meet up because oh my gosh, like the internet was against us. It Here really was. Email problems and they're conspiring. It's Dark wizards. Okay. Yeah. So. What is to talk? And I'm really glad you caught me before I got my tonsils out because I wouldn't have been very coherent. Oh, but it would have been fun. <laughs> oh, it would have been. It would have probably just you would have heard drooling yeah. sounds and so. Feel free to come back. Yeah. <laughs> you could do that segment afterwards. Oh my gosh! Yeah, before and after whitetail. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's been lovely talking to you, and it's yeah. always fun to get to hear what the authors think. And mm-hmm. I'm glad our critiques were, you know, reasonable and helpful for you. And totally helpful and very good. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah, cool. and we really, you know, really did enjoy the story. So, or it wouldn't have gone on my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like just died with happiness when you guys like emailed me. I was like, I'm going to be on a podcast, bugging my brother and. Yeah, way too exciting. So mm-hmm. it's been an honor. Well, cool. It was it was fun to do, and it's been really fun talking with you. And 
you know, it's always fun to meet new people and hear their perspectives on this, uh-huh. this story too. So yeah, it's nice to know there's nerds like me out there. Woo-hoo. Yay. Well, the best part the of the internet. One. Yeah. Yeah. Well, huh. I, well, I stopped at, we have a little farm stand at the end of my driveway and I stopped today cause two people had stopped and I went down to see them and the one guy was looking at me kind of funny and I was like, all right, what's going on? And he finally said, I really like your shirt. And I said, Oh, you must be a Harry Potter fan because I'm wearing, uh, the final battle shirt today. Oh, uh, and yeah. It turned out that he and his friend and the friend's girlfriend are all huge Harry Potter fans. So yeah. <laughs> nice. I got to meet Harry one. Potter nerds, nerds today. It was fun. <laughs> well, they were buying just, gums. Just I happened actually, to work uh, out that I'm wearing my become an obliviator uh, recruiting now shirt. <laughs> 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 That's actually, a good uh, I actually lucked out, and speaking of, I don't know, fans, I don't know. I just, I forgot, I should probably mention this. I ended up getting an autograph from J.K. Rowling a while ago. Oh, very And cool. I figured you guys would appreciate that, because all my yeah. friends are like, oh, whatever. But, like, I wrote her and just thanked her for the books, because we read them, like, as kids, my mom read them to us, and I didn't like reading. But mom read me the Harry Potter books, and I finally got into it because of J.K. Rowling, and mm-hmm. I wrote her, and she actually sent a signed postcard. Wow. Which is really cool. And that I figured, really like, cool. what other Harry Potter fans would be, you know, more appreciative of that awesomeness than you guys. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're still yeah. Kind of, like, excited about freaking that. out and having that. So, but, yeah. Yes. Cool. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was really neat. I didn't, it, like, I didn't even know she did that. So, mm-hmm. I guess. But, yeah, I think it was, like, it was from her, like, staff or whatever. But, like, it was one from her that they mm-hmm. stuck in an envelope and said, okay, there you go. But, yeah, so that was nice. Nice. That's really cool. And it's cool that, you know, that's one of the best things about her is that she got so many people reading. Yeah. And they're like, and there's Harry Potter fans everywhere. Like, I mean, at the end of your driveway and and all over, and it's like such a big community that's kind of come together and yet it feels small because of that. It's kind of beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for the most part, I mean, I guess you could say that for about a lot of people, but almost all the Harry Potter fans that I've met are really good people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's Scott who lives in Canada uh, came and stayed with me because I met him doing podcasts through, you know, Oh yeah. and to say like, to my family, Hey, can yeah. this guy I know from the internet come? He's a Harry Potter fan. It'll be <laughs> fine. You know? Yeah. And, and then it got even better. Cause it was like, Oh, and he's bringing his parents too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. But oh. it, it's, and we went and saw the Harry Potter experience in Seattle. So, yeah, so jealous. Yeah. That's so, so cool. <laughs> You know, but it's, yeah. it really is, yeah. it's, a, it's a huge community, but it, it does, it yeah. feels small and really intimate, yeah. which mm-hmm. is a cool thing. But yeah. Thank you, Joe. It's always okay. good to Indeed. meet another part of it. So mm-hmm. I'm glad yeah. you got okay. to come and talk with us. Yeah. yeah. So well, right. I guess I'm, I know Are you on the forums yet? Forums? Me? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. gosh. Internet. Um, I should probably do that. I'm, it's funny because for somebody like who does a lot of fan fiction, I'm actually like really technologically just illiterate. I'm so bad at computers. <laughs> so I'll have to figure out where this is. I presume it's on your guys' webpage somewhere. Yes. If yes. you go to the regular. Butterfickforum.com. Nice. Okay, cool. Do I have to like make a username? You would have to make a username. And when you do that, PM me. Um, okay. I'll send you a welcome letter, either me or Mooney. Oh, nifty. And then um, once we know your username and since your last podcast is going out, we'll award you uh, an order of Merlin. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. All our authors on the forum get Orders of Merlin. All of the authors oh my get gosh. Orders of Merlin. You and, made my life. And, oh, and how poor Harry Potter fans are we? What house are you in? Oh, Gryffindor. Okay. Aww. Yeah, that's nice. what I was sorted into on They'll Potter. They'll be glad Mark. to have some more people. Yeah. Uh, Gryffindor is our smallest house on, on the forum. Really? Right yeah. now? We're mostly Hufflepuffs and Ravenclaws. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's easy to find Hufflepuffs. Because they're yeah. good finders. Probably. Yes. Yes, we do. Thank we goodness. Do. I make those jokes all the time. People are like, I haven't seen that. It's like, no. Anyway. No, there should have been a few clips in there. I, I always throw in what oh, the yeah. hell is a Hufflepuff. So, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, At some point when we're talking about Draco being gay, we can bring in. Did somebody say Draco Malfoy? Oh, I love that. Oh, please do that. So okay, good. I'll try to remember to yeah. do that. I'll, I'll try to get this edited and out early next week. Sounds good. Yeah, I, have a, to it. I have a Harry Potter birthday party tomorrow, and then um, Sunday, nice. the local brew pub is showing, it's the local pub and movie theater, is showing Sorcerer's Stone, and I get to dress up. So, so why can't I have nice oh, things? Wow. So yeah, I'll go full on robes, take hat and and the uh, headwig with me and oh, go down. Jealous. It'll be yeah. really fun. Yeah, Sue gets the most Harry Potter events out of any of us, I think. Yeah, Portland's pretty good about that kind of stuff. Yeah, wow. So. Yeah. All right, well I should probably go. All right, yeah. We're terrible at my life actually yes. goodbye to people. So yeah, just hang yes, up on us. We're like cool. awkward. We're bad at goodbye. endings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. well, I know, we'll hey, the podcast it goes on and on. And yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think right. we've said that once before. So we'll just say goodnight, everybody. Yeah, sure, yeah. Night. Good night, everyone. Night. Thanks everyone. for joining us. Yeah, bye. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our life. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.